Microphone test, microphone test, check, check, microphone test. Um, so I told a friend of mine on my podcast last week when I recorded. Yeah. And I'm like, spoiler alert, it's always it always works. I, the microphone test is really just to get everyone in that, <laughs> right, in in that, that mode mind. of like, all right, cool, we're going. We're going. Because, I mean, you can see the somewhere, so I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's and working. And we're good. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, okay, really, really quick. Uh, let me introduce myself first. This is Braven, a.k.a. The Grown Up Kid. Took that. There's like three people who understand who I took that from. Right. And one of them is a Kanye fan. The other one's an Outcast fan. And the one and the other one is like, "Hey, wait a minute." Because <laughs> <laughs> I took it. So I'm a big, big hip hop fan. And Kanye and Andre both said, "Oh, I'm a grown ass kid." Yes. And I was like, I don't want to put a curse word on my Instagram profile. There you go. Just because, like, unless you're a super duper star, you can't really do that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but just because while, while I build my brand up, I don't want it to be like that. Right. And my brother's like, I, it, might, it might not have been my brother. Well, somebody's like, yeah, but you swear all the time. What makes being in public different? I'm like, hey, listen, chill, all right? Yeah, like, don't bring <laughs> it down. Like, don't, come on, man. Like, Yeah, like, and I was like, but I'm like the grown-up kid. I kind of like that better. I was like, okay. Like, you know, grown-up kid, you're like, yeah, yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of work with that because then it, like... If you don't put the grown up kid, then it just says ass kid, and nobody really wants well, like no, they have, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like, I got no, you. nobody wants all that. So this is Braven, aka the grown up kid, and I'm very, very excited because this I rarely do this, but it's my favorite type of podcast where I meet someone for the first time and put a mic in front of them. Oh, really? It's very, very rare because usually I built a little bit of rapport with somebody, and it's like okay, cool, like um, like okay, so last week was a friend of a friend. Who we work together. He he has a group home. Um, Andre Billman. Okay. He has a group home that he works with. He's a teacher. He works with a group home. And he has a foundation called Six by Six Brotherhood. Okay. And so they help out a lot of kids. And, you know, just building building them up. And the idea from it um, that he told... I didn't know this story until last week. The idea from it was he had six friends in middle school and high school that were, like, super close. Right. So his thought was, well, if each of those six people get six people... Then they're constantly building up like a community uh, to you know kind of bring each other up. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's super good. That's super dope, dude. Yeah. But I had met him. I had worked with him during Christmas last year, and I had that was like the first time we worked together because I sponsored one of the kids who was like okay. really into tech. Right. And I work in IT, and I I got really into tech. I was <laughs> nerd alert. I was watching the Game Awards <laughs> on the way up here. Okay. I like I'm like following all the games. I'm like so I'm like really into that. So I sponsored a kid. But I hadn't met him, and we talked about this a little bit last night. I met him because my friend introduced me to a guy named Jacob, a.k.a. Jacob the Sneaker Snob, who I think is still doing stuff. Oh, hey, shout out to Jacob for getting married, by the way. Like, that's dope, you man. I don't think I shouted that out yet. Hey, um, congratulations on getting married. It only gets better from there. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> happy for him because his, now his wife, but that was the first time I had met him. Okay. It was ill, so it was me, my friend. And this guy, Jacob, who I didn't know at the time. Yeah. And, then J- and he was like, yo, Jacob might bring his girl around. Is that cool? And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. It doesn't really matter to me. And the whole time, like, that might be my favorite podcast. Because it's three and a half hours of just, like, it's it's like the whole process of, like, you meet somebody and you learn a lot about them. And then, like, you're talking and just chopping it up all in one sitting. It was okay. awesome. You know what I like about that thought, though, is, okay, so I had this last week. So I, I talked to a bunch of guys I went to high school with 
when I was a kid. Like when I was, I was basically in seven. I did my formative years right in okay. Germany, and I've been wanting to do this get together with the people. <laughs> Edit, Kevin, close the door. All right, but I've been wanting to do this get together with everybody just to kind of see, based on everything that's going on, uh, like in the in the in the climate of, of America, right? Right. But I got all the black students together. And so I kind of started out and said, hey, look, I want to do this project. I want us to get together a couple mm-hmm. times. And, dude, it's, the list has got about 30 people. Now, last week, I got eight people to show up to the Zoom. We talked. The one problem with that was is, dude, I grinded them out for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and and, I, and it, now we already know what's going on with Zoom. So every 40 minutes... I had to, I had to flip. Stop it! (laughs) Yeah, I had to stop. I didn't actually, actually, I didn't even stop it. It was like I would be like, "Yeah, two minutes," and then I would be like, 30 seconds, finish your comment," or it's, and then the next thing it'll be out. I kind of like that idea. It's like a, you know what? In this, what what I really try to do is like, okay, if X doesn't work, then what's the Y? Right. And what that sound that would be an amazing like YouTube series too. It would be. It's just like getting people and it's like, especially that rapid fire format. That, yes. Where it would just be like, okay, you got two minutes to talk about this. Go. It's almost like, it's like, I'm not sure if you watch a ton of sports, but like around Dude, the horn. Yeah. I do. But like not, I don't like, know. None of the points. But yeah. We yeah, don't yeah, need to do all that. Yeah, like yeah, not yeah. everything needs to have points. Right. But that's a really dope idea just to like, okay, go. Okay. What do you think about this? What do you go, think? Like. Exactly, and but the but the thing that kind of sucked though is it only that only happened when the zoom was about to end, because <laughs> we literally had two minutes and then yeah, all right, everybody come back and we did that for four hours, bro. The fact that you have people that are dedicated enough to sit for four hours and talk, and right. it's not even sit for four, it's, it's it's sit for four hours, sit sit for four hours, sit for four hours and talk, sit for four hours and talk politics. Pilot, dude, we talked everything. Because that's a hard thing to, like, start with. Like, everyone can kind of, like, when you can kind of feel out, okay, this person's really into sports. This yes. Person, this person will talk my ear off about basketball. This person's really into tech. This person's really into music. But to do it about politics is hard because there's so many layers to those feelings. There is. And you know what? You know what the thing that I kind of learned just from that conversation? And, and I don't think I've ever really kind of, you know, only people that really notice are military kids is... Yeah. Dude, there is a point when you're growing up, you literally feel as a as a black military kid, you feel kind of safe. Like the base aspect. I'm so glad you brought that the, up. The 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 bubble aspect. I don't know how many years you guys lived overseas. No, you guys lived overseas for a minute. And but Um kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Oh, by the way, where are my manners? Charles Miller the third. Yes, but I go by <laughs> Lincoln Bradshaw. I use Lincoln Bradshaw, but Yes, aka Charles knows the rule. Lincoln couple. Bradshaw, we're going with Lincoln Bradshaw. <laughs> I always, I got, I, I just hired a couple people, hired, but I got a couple writers, right? And I'm like, and one of them was like, "Hey, I don't feel comfortable using my name out there." And I was like, "Cool, is your pen name dope? Because <laughs> if it is, then we'll just use that." And she's like, "Yeah, it's cool." I'm like, "All right, done." Like that was, that <laughs> that's was my it. negotiations. Yeah, there you go. That's but it. um, I, it depends how what you view as overseas, because. That's a great Technically, question. Technically, Hawaii is overseas, Hawaii, all right. according Let, to the DOD. The DOD. But, like, it's it's a state. It is. It's <laughs> a state. Like, all right, let me reframe that. Then. Any, any guy that lived overseas in a foreign country, right, like Europe, England, yeah. whatever the case may be, and you're on that base, and you're in those neighborhood housings, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we, 
my dad would have experienced it more than me because he was on Okinawa when I was a very, very little kid. Really? I was like two, three years old. when I, and I So I was like a really, really little kid. Oh, okay. We left when I was like three, I think. Okay. So, but my dad, that would have been, so my dad joined in 92. I was born 94. So for him, that's like four years, four or yes. five years. You know, for me, that's... Uh, Okay. That's a blimp. Like, you know, right. yes. and I was, if you're three when you forget, like, what do you really what do you re- <laughs> exactly? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I don't really like, yeah, let's not talk about that. But the thing you're right about, even even when you're at home, the thing about the base is that and I, was, I tell people this about Hawaii outside of a couple people. And I don't I don't like saying I give a pass, but I kind of do like outside of a couple people just trying to be edgy and like, oh, yeah, we can say this like. I never really experienced anything, like, any racism. Any race? Yeah, I didn't. Like, on the basis, especially in Hawaii. Really? Especially, oh my god. Once, so, it's kind of funny. Once people, once people saw me, they assumed I was either Samoan or Tongan or (laughs) Especially now, (laughs) because I grew out the hair and everything. Bro, yeah, the hair. Um, And I'm I'm not going to lie. You you gotta you got your daddy's dough. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I like I looked at my my middle brother and I looked at my mom. I was like, yeah, no, for sure. And then I looked at my and my dad. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can cover with that. That's all right. But um, no, people just especially in Hawaii, people treat you as it, you're just who you are. Right. Um, it's actually weird. It's the only place where I've ever seen like white people get hated on. The howlings. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and so like. <laughs> It's funny though because people would see my dad, yeah, and they'd be like, "Yo, who is he?" Especially because at the time he had the you know the short hair, and, yes, you know, he did. no beard. Now when people see him, they're like, "Yeah, probably." Yeah. <laughs> like, I was playing rug. We played rugby together for a little bit, and there was a. Samoa. You played rugby with you. Uh, I played for a little bit, and I got. And we're back. I stole that from like I think a Madden game I played one time where he like he paused it. My friend paused it, and then he unpaused it. And they actually said, and we're back. And I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, and we're back. Like, that's the dopest thing ever. That's the most realistic mm-hmm. thing this game has ever done. Is say, and we're back after a pause. And you know what? I, I, I apologize. Let me, I don't want to be rude. Let me, I should introduce myself for your show, for your guests. Yes, I know we've kind of done the official introduction, unofficial introduction. But yes, Charles Miller, A.K. Lincoln Bradshaw for another pod opinion. Hanging out with my boy, Previn, the... Grown, the grown-up kid. The grown-up kids. So, a lot of people, especially when they see my Instagram, they kind of laugh for a second because they're like, the grown-up kid. I'm like... It's kind of dope, though. Like, I'm not going to lie, man. And it, the, the thing is, too, is that, like, I wanted it to be able... I, I tell people all the time, like, it, it, it's weird because I've said... I've said I've been very open. Like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, like, a happy person all the time. But that being said, I'm like, yo, let's enjoy as much as we can... There's as something often as we can, like there's something like if my favorite movie of all time is still Space Jam. Like ever since I was a kid, my favorite movie of all time is Space Jam. <laughs> is that the best movie I've ever seen? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, but my favorite movie of all time is Space Jam, and like I've got the car that we had as kids tattooed on me, wow. and I got like you know like anime stuff, and it's just because like, hey, why'd you get this tattooed on your body forever? I'm like, because I like it. Right. And that's where it starts and ends. Is like, why do you do this? Because it's cool. Because it's fun. Because I enjoy it. And so, like, at a certain point, it was like, my <laughs> girl I used to date, she's like, oh, you're such a kid. You're such a kid. I'm like, enjoy it, though. Like, have fun where we're at. Don't stop trying to make things so serious all the time. Just yeah. enjoy where we're at. Bro, you know, one thing about that, and it's, and it's, you touch on it, is, dude, I start thinking about, I have, you know, like, as you get older, you're kind of well-established, and you're, you know, you 
you've got the family, you've got the kids, you've got, you know, all of that. And you run into these memories every now and then where you're like, man, I, if it was 19, whatever, I would like to do this again. Like you played, but I started, but I remember hearing this thing. You can't rewind the clock. So you need to enjoy the time that you have. Wait, instead of worrying about the time that you had, enjoy the time that you have. Yeah. Yes. And it kind of comes with like always pushing forward. Forward. And because, I mean, I, I and we, oh, actually, this, that's a really good kind of transition. This is kind of what I was talking about when we mentioned like, um, like sci-fi over fantasy. Right. I've always been a sci-fi guy. And <laughs> looking back, I remember my, my parents used to say that, oh man, you're going to work in computers one day. Cause like, I love the matrix and I was always like setting up the game systems. Dude. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, and then I talked to my friends who were also in IT guys. I was yeah. in the army with them. I was like, like, oh, what you got you in the IT? And everyone's like, the matrix. <laughs> like, <laughs> all of us were like the matrix. We love the matrix. Uh, you know, I actually tried to show that movie to my oldest kid and he's like, and it, for, every time I show them a movie, the first thing out of their mouth is, was it done in the 1990s? Or was it done in this century? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what does it matter if it was done in the 1990s or, or the 2000s? He goes, ah. But that's like his thing. Like, I was like, yeah, it was done in the 2000s. I think it was done in 2000. Right? It was like 98. 98, yeah. Close. Yeah, But yeah. it is close. When you look at, like, <laughs> it, it's funny because when you look at, there's three movies at that time that looking back now that I've seen them again, like, really kind of made all the movies that what we, what we watch today possible. In my opinion, it's Blade, The Matrix, and X-Men. Those movies all came out like two years apart from each other. I didn't know that. And when you rewatch them, it's everything that we're into now. Like, Blade is the first black superhero. Yes, it is. And I, I rewatched it the other day. It came on at work. And, what? Like, <laughs> dude in the meeting. I, we're in a meeting, and like, out of nowhere, somebody's like, hey, is the Arizona team watching Blade? And I'm like, are we watching Blade? <laughs> is Blade on? <laughs> Like, is that the Blood Rave part? Oh, man, I love this movie. So, like, we watched that. But um, Blade was the first black superhero. You see that, like, all black leather. Yes. Everyone copied later. And yes. the, the Matrix copied. Well, not copied because it's similar time. It's, but yes. The Matrix did that. And then you look at X-Men and this the ensemble action movie, you know, with quips. And that's the Marvel formula that it followed. And it's like, those three movies, I'd argue, like, maybe some other cult movies like The Crow, but... Those oh, yeah. movies like really pushed everything we like now. Yes, it did. And as far as in, in if, if, if thing, if I'm hearing you correctly, especially the graphic, because we wouldn't have what's the movie by James Cameron Avatar? Yeah, yeah, that would never have been possible mm -hmm. if those things hadn't, if the Wachowskis hadn't done what they did on on the Matrix. Because if you remember, just the graphics itself, like the whole setup, just for to do the the slow motion scene where where uh, Neo goes backward. That scene and doing it with the moving camera, mm -hmm. bro, it, yeah, we wouldn't be where we're at today. And that, I mean, and the reason why I love sci-fi so much, and I don't know, there's always been something when I was a little kid, like even like playing video games when I was a kid, my dude was Eddie Gordo. And the really? only reason in Tekken 3, my, that was my dude. And like, I always found Tekken. myself picking, I still got, I still, I was Tekken. playing Tekken 7 like three weeks ago. Oh man. Still, and the funny thing about Tekken is that no matter how good you are, you're still mediocre compared to Totally, else. yeah, yeah, very, yes. And everyone, I like, I'm on Reddit talking about it and on Twitter talking about it and everyone's like, hey guys, I just hit the highest rank there is in Tekken and I still think I'm terrible at this game. Hey, big thing for me was Street Fighter. No matter how much I played, no matter how much I practiced, and now remember, I was a, I was a security guard at the arcade, bro. Oh, you were. Yeah. So I was I was always there. But 
Dude, I was average, bro. I was like literally like somebody. I was like, man, how do you, how do you put the three sixty with the rushing? I like, how do you get that yeah. there? Like the power slam. How do you get it in? He goes, oh, all you gotta do is. Do, 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 do. And I was like, yeah, that's not working. I remember I was at uh, Cobra Arcade like two weeks ago. And Cobra I Arcade, where is that? Downtown, downtown oh, Phoenix. There's yeah, there's a barcade down there, and it's got Street Fighter. Barcade, two? I like that. Street Fighter 2. It's got Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 is the best one. It's got Marvel vs. Capcom 2. That's actually another It's got Tekken Tag Tournament. Oh, for real? It's got Mortal Kombat 3. Wait, video games? Like yeah. the machines? Yeah, arcade system. Hey, hey, shout out to Josie, wherever you're at, man. We're supposed to be in Vancouver. He was supposed to come. We were supposed to go to Vancouver together. He was supposed to come down here again. I was supposed to go to Alaska to see him, too. Shout out to my man, Josie. We went to... Cobra after a uh, concert that we both went to. Right. He flew down from Alaska to come see it with me. I met the dude at a music festival in LA. Wow. He flew down from from Alaska. We went and did all the stuff. I almost got in trouble at one of my jobs because <laughs> <laughs> we drove up to Sedona and I was like, he's like, yo, are you going to make it back by six? I'm like, yeah, bro. Why wouldn't we? And we got back at 6.32 and that was something that I could not be late at that I will not disclose on air. And we'll and we ran. Oh man, we went to Cobra, and from about probably ten thirty at night to when it closed at two in the morning, ran NBA Jam. The, uh, ran it. All right, so man, I'm gonna tell you, you're talking about all this stuff, and all you're doing is you're giving me all these flashbacks of all the games that I used to play, and ever since I moved into this house, I haven't even turned on a machine. Oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, you know, I mean, my kid. I'm telling you, honestly, when you say, "Oh man," NBA Jams was that was was okay. Now, I mean, who's your team? Who's your team? Back in the day, as a Bulls fan, never picked Bulls. I was a Seattle fan because of Sean. That's why I used. That's what we used. Was, that's what used to beat everybody. Yep, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, all Kemp. Rain unbeatable, man. unbeatable Rain all day. Because all he would do is shoot with Gary Payton, and if he missed, miss it, get rebounds, you get and done. rebounds yep, that's it. Done that's deal. it. Them, I, the Jazz, I can argue. But I don't like John Stockton and Carmelo. John, not cool. Yeah, no, that's it. I, not cool. I wasn't. John Stockton is actually the handle. The handles on him in that game are are. I don't think he's. I don't think you can steal the ball from him, but he's slow. He's super he's slow. He's super slow, and his defense isn't very. It isn't good. very good. No, I'll take a little bit slower or a little bit faster. Worse shooting. And worse handles, but I'll take Gary Payton over John yeah. Stockton any day in that oh, game. Like you know. It's Gary Payton, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the glove. Yeah, come on. Come on, man. I mean, this is locking it down. But, like, those things, like, you know, being a side, going back, you know, being a sci-fi fan and picking those characters, I always picked Balrog as my dude in, in Street Fighter, and it kind of hit me, that was where we saw us. Yes. We never saw, I was never a fantasy guy, because we never saw us in fantasy. No, we didn't. That's very recent. That we're seeing that beautiful girl from from Fast and Furious, uh, from Game of Thrones, Natalie yeah, yes. Emanuel. Na- yes, and like I saw her in Fast and Furious first, and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Honestly, when I saw her in the Game of Thrones, I was like, I was kind of blown away. But you know what? I didn't really pick up on her career until I saw her do what is it, Fast and Furious Six? Yeah, yeah, and then now she's in uh, Army of Thieves. On I didn't see that one yet. I, saw I haven't, Army, I haven't I saw seen. Army, uh, I saw the first one. I saw. I saw. What is that? The Army of. Is it, was it Army of the Dead? Army of the Dead with the yeah with the with the wrestler in it, right? Yeah, Batista. Yeah. I'm a big wrestling big, fan. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's always cool to see like one of like it, as a wrestling fan. It's cool to see our guys because there's been so many like sad stories. It's always cool to see see one of our guys like hey, 
That's The Rock. Yes. You guys, he calls himself <laughs> Dwayne now. That guy used to power slam people in $500 shirts and put up the eyebrow. Exactly. <laughs> and he, that's when he had a little bit of hair. Mm-hmm. That's when he had a little... Dude, honestly, but even then, like you talk about Balrog being like... I never, I never, I never put it that way. I never equated it. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you think about it, I can see that. You know, conversation I had last night, we were talking about X-Men... And modern day heroes and they were trying to compare Magneto to Malcolm X and they were trying to compare Professor X to Martin Luther King which I I, I don't think the movies did as well just because it's hard to do it is kind of hard it's hard, it, like there's sometimes where it's like I don't really again I don't really judge some this is why I kind of prefer TV over movies a lot of times okay. it's because a movie you have to cram especially like a, a superhero movie you have yeah. to cram like sixty years of history into like two hours. Two hours, two hours yes. Whereas and a TV show, you can kind of build a lot more. Yes, and, and you know that that was the thing when I was a kid, man. They had the X Men cartoons all like for a minute. Like I'm not sure if you know this, they're bringing that back. I did not. I don't know how, but they're coming out with new episodes. No, they're with not. the same voice cast oh, and the same art style. Oh man, I don't know how it's gonna work. I'm so on board. Hey. Dude, that was the cartoon back in the day because that was the first cartoon that had the Black Bishop. The greatest... Oh, <laughs> besides Bishop, we'll get to Bishop. The greatest theme song I've ever heard for a cartoon. Oh, man. It's just a wicked guitar solo for like two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> like, I yes, no, I know exactly what you're talking Yes. I'm like, yeah, no, that... that I was rewatching it the other day and my brother was like, this isn't really... I'm like, no, no. No, no, you gotta, no, you gotta listen, let it listen. sit in. You gotta There's a lot of weird stuff in this. But you gotta appreciate that. It doesn't stop. This and the Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s, they don't stop. Oh, wow. It's just all go, 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 go. It is. It is. <laughs> but I think that was the first time, well, and even like Blade, that's the first time you saw, besides Spawn, I guess, but he was but white see, in the comics. But, yes. And then they changed they him later. Changed, they, did they change him in the movie? Was They, they changed Blade, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, wait. I thought they changed Spawn. Spawn was always black, I think. He was okay. He was always black. Blade was white in the comics. Is that what you Blade was a white dude from London in the comics, and this is my favorite part about Blade, <laughs> is that he's a white guy from London in the comics, and they when they cast Wesley Snipes, in my mind, well because they moved it to Detroit, in my mind they're like, uh, hey, what's more realistic, a black guy in England <laughs> or, or a vampire in Detroit? Detroit. And they're like vampire right. in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. no, that, it works though. It, it did. It, it does did. work. I'm gonna be, and you know what? I didn't even know that. I didn't never. I never read the Blade comic. I never saw it. I never even knew it existed until I saw the movie. I found it later. Did you really? I found it later, and I found like a friend of mine had like really old cards, and they, like it showed Blade as a white guy. And again, I don't. This is why I don't really. When it comes to someone like Stanley, who's been extremely anti-racist, very. Um, but people draw their pictures of themselves. Like, it's funny, once I got a little bit older, I was surprised that Peter Parker wasn't Jewish. I always assumed that he was, like, a Jewish kid from Queens, because Stan Lee is a Jewish, kid a Jewish guy from Queens. Queens. I think he's from Queens. He might be from, like, Brooklyn or Manhattan or something. But he, I, I that's always how I read it. Right. And when I, when he wasn't, I was a little bit surprised. I was like, oh, really? That's interesting. But you can't, as much as I respect Stan Lee for creating Black Panther and creating, you know, all these heroes... The bigger thing to me was like Milestone Media coming out and just oh. being an all black comic. Yes. Like when you have your what? Mr. Terrific and you have um, Static Shock and you have all these other people, like that's what's cooler to me is that 
we did this one. Bro, and I saw the documentary on that, and that, and just to hear how they built that one, how, how they had these slew of comics, but Static Shock was the only one to take off. You know what's funny, too, is that that whole comic imprint is owned by DC now. It is owned by DC, yes it is. Which is kind of cool. It, DC has a really bad habit. Again, really nerdy thing. DC has a really bad <laughs> habit of constantly like rebooting their universes. So the stories always stay pretty much the same. And it doesn't they don't there's nothing new. Right, which that kind of puts things like uh Vertigo, which is like their more mature imprint. That's like V for Vendetta yeah. and Watchmen. That always puts those in a really weird spot because it's like, okay, well, you just reset everything. Again. Yeah, basically. So now what? Like, we can't really do all these stories that would be really interesting. You know, and it, so I wanted, when, to go back to your sci-fi thing, I kind of want to know, what was the first thing that you were sold on to be like, dude, I'm just, I love this stuff? Um, first sci-fi, let me think about that. All right, let me ask you this. Were you, when you say sci-fi, did you watch the old Trekkie movies? I wasn't a Star Trek kid because I saw Star Wars first, oh. and I didn't understand the difference as a kid, and I thought Star Trek was super boring. <laughs> I did too. And I did too. rewatching it, I'm like, it is, but <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of other stuff. It, it, it just moves slower. That's all it is. It's just, it's, it, and it's two different things. Star well, Trek and Star Wars is two very different things. Do you think someone, do you think someone who hasn't been a part of the sci-fi like growing up, is it do you, in your mind? Only and I'm I'm kind of tied this together. Do you think it's hard for them to pick it up later? It depends what you expose them to first. Gotcha. All right. So I'm gonna use me for an example. Right. So my biggest thing was I I do like the whole Mandarin thing, the whole a uh, Mandalorian. Oh Star man, I love Mandalorian, dude. But so I had to kind of do a. That's a great entry point, actually. Really, you think so? Um, you hit a lot of familiar things in that show. You know what you, you do? You hit your Western, you hit your, I mean, Grogu, Baby Yoda is a great kind of, like, that keeps you there. It does. It um, does. But, in <laughs> it just made me have more questions, though, because I, so this is what how I went. I watched the Star Wars, what's the animated series? The uh, Clone Wars. So I watched yep. the Clone Wars. That's a very interesting show. It, it, it kind of is. It starts out as, like, a straight-up kid show, and then, like. <laughs> Weirdly, about two and a half seasons in, <laughs> it gets really dark for some reason. It, it did. And you're it, like, hey, wait a minute. I thought, and then, like, around season four, people called on and it's like, hey, wasn't this a well, show for kids? And then everybody goes back to, like, normal. Yeah. It's a really... And it doesn't necessarily take place in order and, like... No, it doesn't. And that was the thing. So, dude, like, so... I like, I like it. It's like, the, it's like the most jazz we've ever <laughs> seen of Star Wars. Just, like, somebody... Somebody's just like, hey man, do you want to make this episode? Yeah, cool, whatever. Whatever. So, and you know what's interesting? So, to me, that was my entry point. So, watching all that, but it's like, I still am learning all, like, okay, the planets and what is what. But still, man, I'm going to tell you like this. That sci-fi world is no joke, man. It's huge. That's the thing about sci-fi world. And you can't fake it. Like, people, you can't fake it. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm letting everybody know that, yes, I do like some of that stuff, but I have absolutely no clue. Don't tell me, ask me a planet on Star Wars, because I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and you'll, I mean, some of them you'll know, like, okay, oh, this is Tatooine. This is, yes. This is Hoth, because that's snow. Like, people remember those, but the whole point of Mandalorian that I really like was that there was a lot of new stuff introduced. There was a lot of new stuff. So if you don't really remember it, that's not a problem, but there's... The thing about sci-fi, too, is that I kind of, 
Okay, so growing up as a as a very very um, my parents were in the church a lot, and so they were very I don't want to say strict. No, thank you. I don't want to say strict, but there were like very like there were things that we couldn't couldn't watch. Right. And so that's normal. Kind of getting out of that recently and like kind of exploring my own stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I missed that was huge when I was a kid that but I missed growing up. So like getting back into anime the way that I wanted to and you know because that was something that I used to watch um, Speed Racer and Dragon Ball Z with my mom. Right. And so getting back into that was something that was like oh okay cool like just happen to see this and happen to see that and oh this is on Hulu and stuff like that. That's where a lot of the you know anime tattoos come from is just like rediscovering things and I think the the thing about sci-fi and anime that are so in wrestling that are so similar to me is that like it's this big sprawling world and the best time to start watching is right now. It is. It is. I'm enjoying it. I don't, I mean, I really honestly, I heard everything you said, but dude, it's so much like I'm still trying to wrap myself in the fact that I just got my new pants on and I'm still walking through the doors. Of <laughs> yeah. <which laughs> you know take I mean? your time with it. The, I mean, if you, the one thing that I try to sell everybody on and not the, don't do the live action one yet. Live action. Do one. the live action. If you do the live action one, it'll ruin the story for you because they did a lot of changes and you won't like it. Watch the original Cowboy Bebop. I, that, bro, that's on my list. It's 26 episodes, so it's not that long. No, 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 that's on my list because. It's got (laughs) good English voice acting. Even I'm, (laughs) I'm one of those guys, I'm like, subs over dubs. I'm going to watch it in Japanese and I'm going to read at the bottom one of those guys. But like, it's got a good English voice cast. Okay. So you're not going to have to like, you know, be confused or anything like that. It's. A accessible enough story where it kind of like jumps you in. It's like, okay, there's these two guys and they're struggling bounty hunters. And one of the guys is a, you know, he cooks for, for the, you know, for the ship and his specialty is beef and broccoli, but they're too poor for beef. They're too poor for beef. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the first things he's like, so there's just broccoli. He's like, no, it's beef and broccoli. He's like, where's the beef? He's like, we don't have any. We don't have any. And he's like, but it's still beef and broccoli. And like, it's stuff like that that like really keeps me there because the whole part about sci-fi that I love is that there's this giant, huge universe of all these planets and you're just sitting there and you're like, do we seriously not have any beef <laughs> on this spaceship? It's so awesome to me. So like, get to, if you like that, then you, there's a lot of other anime that you can get Whoa. through. But like, the whole story that it tells, I've got like three, do I have three cowboy people? I got one, two, I might have three. I got a couple of Cowboy Bebop tattoos of just, I like, different things of just, like, how they see the world is just so unique. So, and that was the thing is that that ties back into, you know, you see you in there because you saw Lino Calrissian. Yes, I did. Who's, I mean, straight up, he's a space pimp. And he is I a love space that. pimp. And I that, love that. Dude, so and they cast a perfect dude for that, too. Twice. Yes, they did. Yes, <laughs> they, they nailed did. it twice. They did. They did nail it twice. And honestly... You weren't seeing that in, like, Lord of the Rings. You know what? And, okay, so let me ask you this. Does, are you fascinated when you... Are you more fascinated to see sci-fi when we're represented in those? Yes, because we haven't seen Afrofuturism yet. Okay. We haven't seen it yet, and I'm really excited for when we do. We've gotten close. Black Panther was really close, but I'm saw I'm seeing a black future of just when you see different design. And there's guys on Instagram that design it all the time. Of really? like, okay, how would you know? Not even like a how would Han Solo look, but like, 
what does and this is why i love there's an episode of what if that my brother didn't really like and i get why he didn't like it but i loved it because it was what if black panther had gotten picked up by by the, by the guy that yeah yes and he would have took the star and oh, i was yes. like that's cool that's a cool that actually that's i love so that dope. episode and my brother my brother's criticism which i think is very very fair he goes how come black heroes never have compelling stories he's like his story was just star lord story just with a, a coat of paint and i'm like he's totally right it is he is and that that's his criticism and i completely agree with him because that was our criticism with uh fucking winter soldier right because at the end i was like oh wait a minute but if you flip it on its head how many times how many times have you ever heard a positive story from a black boy being taken that's good i didn't even think about that Right? I really like that, actually. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, in that particular episode, he wanted to see what was out there. Yeah. And normally like that, that curiosity can, could really be bad for black folks. But... That's true. In this particular sense... Hey, that's what Get Out's yeah. about. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Get Out but, was like, nah, stay in the city, bro. Like, what do you mean? We're not going out to a... You want to visit my family farm? No. No. No, 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 no. No, absolutely I do, not. I'm good. I'm good. But no, that particular episode, I mean, it was great because you hear... A story, not only a black story of someone replacing Starler, but someone actually taking a black, a black child, and not doing anything nefarious, but bringing them up. Yeah, and he became like he still, and he basically still, like you said, he is Starler with a coat of paint. And which, and the cool thing too is that he felt like Star Lord. He, he did. didn't feel like a guy who would call himself Star Lord. He felt like a person who who is the Lord of the Stars, and you're like that guy. That guy, yeah. Exactly, and it was, and it, and you know what? Even great about that, he had the best of both worlds because his throne was still being held for him if yeah. he wanted to go back. And bringing back, bringing it back to a black family, I thought was very important. It was very important because if he would have lost his family, then okay, it yeah. wouldn't. Yes, but he didn't, and that's, and that, that like seeing that episode, I'm like, okay, cool, and it's really, really unfortunate that Chadwick did pass on because that would have he. Oh my god, they they were talking about doing spinoffs. And that would have been one of the spinoffs. He would have had an animated show. Oh, he would have smoked uh, that. <laughs> Yo, he would have smoked you know, and that. I, I, so, so I struggle with Chadwick's passing. I struggle with it from the standpoint because we're some, we're close in age. and Which I don't think anybody knew. No. I thought he was in his 30s. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, nobody knew. But the thing about it was, is like he held that. Like he held that for like, right. He found out, I think, right before he got the... 42 casting. Like, oh, whoa. That's a long time ago. Dude, that's... So that's... that's like, a, that might be like 2012, 2013 or something. Yeah, it's about... Dude, he's been dealing with it for like seven, eight years. Six, seven, eight. So he had it during that movie, whether it was before or after, but he had it. And just to keep going through that, and then I was like... I mean, how do you beat that? Like, I mean, why would you not want your fans to know? I'm, I'm asking from a curious mind, like... Because he was so important at that time. Like, it just happened to be one of those things. Do well, real question, not to be disrespectful. Do you think he was that important? I think he, he was. He wasn't Black Panther yet. No, no, no. He no. would have been the no. guy who was in that James Brown movie. Yeah, he was the guy. The guy who was in that. Like, that's who he kind of was for a little bit. And then Marvel right. just. No, but when I say he was important, I think his, the Black Panther made him absolutely important. Because when you started yeah. seeing. That was like, he when he was like. That was it. That, that was, was it. it. That, that's you. That's you. Exactly. Like, nobody can ever play it. I mean, yeah, you can probably recast it, but I mean... From what I've heard, they're not going to. They're not... No. But you know what? I did see an article where they took an old interview that he did, and he kind of hinted at, hey, when I am gone, hey, you know what? Move on. Which is kind of... 
beautiful because the whole Black Panther mythos in the comics is that it's a title. It's a title. The Black right. Panther is a title. Right. Like T'Challa is the person. Person. We're never going to see T'Challa again, but we, we will, will see, see Black exactly. Panther. Yes. Exactly. Right. And even, and not only that, but they even taken it to the step that all the titles that have been held, all those who have held the title of Black Panther are resting in a certain place. It's, there's some movies that I wonder, and I started thinking about this. I'm a big music guy. And David Bowie, right before he died, released an album called, and the title is called Lazarus. And right. of the, of the first song. And so, and he died like two days later. And oh, one wow. of the, the critics was like, this is the, al- this is an album that you make when you know you're going to die. And I oh, wonder wow. if Chadwick had like some sort of like, Hey, we need to talk about, we need to add this, this, and this. We need to discuss this, this, and this, because everyone has been using that recently as like kind of coping. There's something I've noticed in the black community recently. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's just on Twitter or just on Instagram, but they've stopped saying died and they started saying transitioned. Oh, I haven't noticed that really. Yeah. And so they've said like, Oh, they've transitioned, you know, to, yeah. And I'm like, I kind of love that because like, no, it's, it's just a, no matter what you believe in, it's a second part of the story. Right. And like your legacy is going to live on and you know, your body may not, but there's, but you know, you've transitioned to a higher plane. And so just thinking of it from that standpoint, I wonder if there was something in him that was like, no, 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 no. This isn't the end. This is just the beginning. Right. So I kind of wonder if the, if he knew. Dude, that's kind of deep, though. I mean, that when you put it like that, it's it's understanding that you know what your future is going to be, right? It's like you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And But, you know, you keep laying down those bricks and building that up to the point to where not only was he larger than life, but, bro, I mean, people were, little kids were putting toys and taking pictures of it when he passed. I'm like... That's a movement, man. Like, but I think what he brought to the table so much other than his, I think the passing just made it harder. I think, you know, the Black Panther gave him the spotlight. It was back to my point was, dude, this coming to grips with your own mortality. Like, like, yes. like we're talking about that, but I'm going to be honest with you, man. You don't, you don't really think about it till you know, you're close. Like, I'm just saying like an age, like I'm, dude, let's just be honest with you. You know where I'm at. Well, even, even then, like we're seeing when you're a black person in America, I got pulled over a few weeks ago. Really? I was terrified. <laughs> Wait, where were you pulled? Wait, was it in a, did you pull over in a well-lit off area? The highway. Oh, okay. Off the highway. I mean, it's, Arizona has a beef with streetlights for some reason. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know if the streetlight mafia just won't, I don't know what it is here. I don't know if there's some sort of long-standing rivalry between Arizona and streetlights. Oh, you know man. how hard it is to drive at night here? <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm like, yo, what the, what are we doing, man? Like, I think it's only Arizona, man. Like I know what you're saying. We live in the desert. It yeah. gets dark out. It gets dark okay. out here. For my where are the street lights? Like up here, <laughs> like I can tell you, up in my neighborhood, like something to do with the the stars or, or whatever it is. Like they don't do this something dumb. I completely understand not wanting to have that light pollution, but it's on the roads. <laughs> some street lights out bro like what are we doing <laughs> this is not the country this like, is not it, the country if it were out in the middle of nowhere and it was like a dirt path that you had to get like six miles up and then i get it right and it was like a private land i get it i get why you <laughs> have street lights yeah public roads need street lights public six lane highways what are we doing you know <laughs> what wait you know what where is it where is there a dark road at 
Compared to, I travel a lot, so compared to like California, for example. <laughs> oh man, it's lit up all over the place. Like yeah, California's bright. It's, California, it, you could see it coming in through the clouds on the plane. Yeah, I, okay. I got in trouble. I got in trouble last time. Not the last time, but a couple times ago when I was in LA, and it, I knew I was in trouble because I was in a dark place. Ugh. I looked around. It was I was in LA at like one a.m. on a Saturday. Now oh, that's caught. Yeah, that's... and it was dark, and I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> I've been to LA at 1 a.m. Right. on a Saturday, and it's lit up. Yeah, and those that, that's downtown LA, that's Hollywood, that's yes. you know a bunch of different places. I'm like, where am I? That is dark in town in LA on a Saturday you, you, night. You were in an alley somewhere, bro. I don't. I, I mean, honestly, I terrifying. That, ter- yes, no. I'm scared. All right. So you talk about getting pulled over. How did I end up? Um, black cop threatened to take me to jail. What? Because I was uh, speeding. So here's what happened. <laughs> I'm going like probably 75 on the one on the 10. Yeah. No, 17 more. 17 okay. more. Going about 75. First of all, Arizona, fix your, uh, fix your highway system because it shouldn't go from 75 to, to 65. 65, right. <laughs> to, depending on where you get off, 45? Are you oh, yeah. kidding me? Oh, yeah. It goes, from, it goes from 75 to 65, and then it drops to 55 on 17. Yes. Yes. Like, and we wonder why there's so many accents every year. Anyway, so I'm going, because I'm just trying to get home. Like, I just got done taking coaching. I'm trying to get home. And I see these two lights behind me, because it's night, so I can't really see anything. Yeah. I assume it's just some dude in a lifted truck, and I'm like, all right, whatever. So I speed up a little bit so he can, you know, so I can give him some more space. Right. He speeds up a little bit. Now I get nervous, because I'm like, yo, are you following me? Because my brother got followed one time. I'm oh, certain my dad has told you that story. He has if he not. Hasn't, you need to ask him that story. I will he tells it way better than I do because <laughs> I wasn't there and he was, and he takes a lot of pride in that story. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. I speed up. He speeds up again, and now I'm like, okay, hey man, relax. Maybe just like maybe there's someone in another lane and he can't get around. Right. Like, whatever. So I speed up again. Now I'm going like 85. Mm. He speeds up again, and I'm like, yo, what the hell, man? So I speed up again. I, mean, I hit like ninety, and he turns on his lights. Oh! I was like, "Are you serious?" He All right. baited you. All right, whatever. So I pulled over, and um, dude gets out of the car, license registration, blah blah. Pull my hands up because I know it's nighttime. My steering wheel is black. If I put my hands out there, you're not yeah. gonna see anything. Right. So I put my hands up. Hey, do you know why I pulled you over? No, sir. I hate. I hate saying sir. Right. I hate being called sir. I hate getting shot way more though. I would, yeah, no, that's uh, that's <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> let's not get shot tonight. Because I was, gotta I, make it home. I was telling the story and I told someone, I'm like, listen, this is like this. I'm getting pulled over on a Monday. Let's not do that. I don't want to go to jail on a Monday. Give me a jail on a Thursday so I can have like a Friday trial and be out by the weekend. <laughs> At least you're thinking about it. Like, yo, like pull me over on like a Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, don't pull right. me over on a Monday right now. I got, eh, come on, don't. No, let's not. Um. Do you know why I pulled you over? No, sir. Do you know how fast you're going? That's a great question. <laughs> you know, no, sir. He's like, you're going 75 miles an hour. You're going 8 miles an hour. Do you know how fast, uh, do you know what speed limit is here? I was like, 75. And he's like, no, it's 65 here. I was like, oh, man, I must have passed the sign already. And then he, okay, I'm not, I, I don't like cops. There's, I've been saying on this podcast for months, uh, defund the police. But he did hit me with a good one. Then I was like, oh, man, he's good. <laughs> he what goes, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and he goes, where are you going? And I said, on the way home. 
And he's like, oh, no, he's like, where are you coming from? I said, work. And he's like, oh, so you're on the way home? I was like, yes, sir. And he goes, oh, so you know this area? I was like, oh. Damn, he got me. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh. Like, oh Walked you into that one. My man paid attention in, in the police academy. <laughs> he got you. I was like, yes, sir. Yeah. And he's like, do you have a license of registration? Give him a license of registration. And he asked for my insurance, which I didn't know they did. Yeah, really? Yeah, you know, I've heard license registration. I've never heard insurance. Life registration, proof of insurance. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, hey, so my phone, can I get my phone? Yeah, you can get your phone. Okay, cool. Like, hands out, you know. Show him. Oh, we're all good. He looks at my ID, and he goes, are you from Arizona? No, okay. I am not. So, Are Arizona, you right? I got my license in Arizona. Yeah, okay, no, I'm not from Arizona. So, Arizona law says that your driver's license does not expire until you're 65. Yeah, that's true. It also does not say anything about you having to update it when you turn 21. It is recommended. It is not necessary. Right. I was in the Army when I turned 21. I still haven't changed my ID. Oh, wow. So, he asked for my license, and I start <laughs> laughing a little bit in my head. I give him my license. There's 17-year-old brave <laughs> looking at him. No beard. No beard. Wow. No hair, like, buzz cut mm-hmm. hair. About... Probably 50 pounds lighter. Man. And I give it to him, and he looks at it, and he laughs. And he, he's trying not to laugh, and he's like, is he's this you? He's trying to hold it in. He's like, yeah, he's like trying to hold it back. He's like, is this you? And that's when I knew I was good. He's like, yeah, all right. So all right. He's, he's kind of chilled out now. Because he's like, do you know how fast you're going? I could take you to jail for this. Do you want to go to jail? And Who said that? I'm kind of sarcastic. Yeah. And so I really had to hold back, because I was going like, what kind of question is that, bro? Are you serious <laughs> like, right now? Well, just like either give me a ticket or let me go. Like, stop doing this, bro. Like, right. like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. And so he's like, and then he tried to get all hearty. He's like, so, uh, you know that right now, if you were, if you caused an accident based on the speed that you were driving, which you probably would, they wouldn't be able to recognize you, you know, but from your ID, if there's like a burning wreck, they would have to identify you by tattoos. Again, I'm sarcastic. So part of me is like. Yo, they're not identifying anything in a burning wreck, dog. <laughs> this little piece of plastic isn't saving me. They're just going to look at it and be like, yeah, that's his car. Too bad it's on fire right now. Like, And so he let me go, and then he like stayed behind me for a little bit. And so every time I drive by there now, he goes, hey, listen, man. If I ever catch you going that fast again, I'm going to do that. All right, whatever. So I get home, and um, I'm like, hey, sorry. I, was, I, was, I, I just had dinner with my parents after the game, and I'm talking to them. I, I get home, and I was like, hey, what took you so long? Oh, I got pulled over. And immediately she goes, were you speeding? Hang on. You're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> I love the pre- I love the disclaimer. Wait, also. Wait a second. Yes. But <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't realize I hit the, you know. But you should never be that scared, man. You shouldn't. No, man. You, you should never you should. be that scared of police. Okay, so that's what we're dealing with in this neighborhood. Like, I'm going to be honest. So I go, I go, I take walks every night. We go, we do about two or three miles. I, I have to do it. So, last night I ran into, every night when we go on a walk, we've been running into the neighborhood watch guys. Now, this is a new thing ever since the president, ever since the election. Oh, come on. I'm being dead serious. Oh, come on. We, Bro, yeah. I know. So, what they started out doing was they were running like four deep in a Humvee with the doors off. Come like, on. Dude, that, I cannot make up that story. I cannot make up that story. The only reason I wasn't too terrified the first time I ran into them is I met them all at a car show. 
and I they saw my truck, you know, we kind of had it. But then, like, literally, like, the election happened, and, like, within two weeks, those dudes are literally, they're rolling around here between 10 and midnight, and their Humvees are on there. I'm like, dude, and I talked to him last night. I said, hey, you know, it's like clockwork. Every time I go on a walk, I see you. I see you when I leave, and I see you when I'm coming back around in my neighborhood. And I said, I specifically waited here for you. And I said, what's going on? And he says, oh, nothing, man. We're just checking to make sure everything's good. And I said, well, dude, you're not the cops, bro. You're not the cops. Stop rolling around here like he goes, well, you know, we're trying to take care of the neighborhood. We had some issues with people getting cars broken into. Vandalized our little tunnel over there. But I had to tell him, I was like, look, man, I'm telling you now that I've got two boys that you have never met. And if I want them to come out here, I said, my biggest fear is that guys like you who think that they're the cops, they're going to start, they're going to approach them and it's going to get uncomfortable. And I said, dude, I'm, he goes, no, we're not supposed to approach people. I said, you say you're not supposed to approach people, but dude, you're telling me that, but how many guys work for you? He goes, yeah. he goes, there's like eight of us. And I said, do those other eight guys know that they're not supposed, because what happens the minute that they see something they don't recognize that looks foreign. They want to confront it for some weird reason. And I said, dude, the reason I'm having this conversation with you at one o'clock in the morning this morning, last day, last night was because, dude, I'm getting nervous because all I see is you guys rolling around here. And so I had to come to grips with and I told my wife, I said, I said, I felt like I, I felt like I gave up something to live here and I should never feel like that. You know what I mean? Me and my mom have had that conversation. And and part of that is is that same fear with the police. Like, bro, the police rode through here sometimes, and I'm just like, I'm not scared of the police because I've equipped myself now to know what kind of like my basic rights are. But I am terrified for my boys because, bro, we don't let them leave the house. Like, by themselves. Like, they can't go outside and play. Like, yeah. they can literally stay on this street, and that's it. But... We shouldn't have to. We shouldn't be living in fear like that. And I'm, I'm with you. It's funny because so my mom is from Oak Park, uh, Chicago. It's a neighborhood. Also, well, village technically, just outside Chicago. Got gotcha. you. And um, it's very, very diverse from what she's told me there. And when I moved here, when I got out of the military, well, when we first moved here, actually, I went to high school up in Anthem at Boulder Creek. Obama. Got oh, you elected. did. Yeah. Obama got elected, and we mm. had swastikas uh, spray painted all over the school, and it was me and. 32 other black people in the school and we got harassed all the time. Did you really? Oh yeah. When I joined the army, I came back, I moved out to Mesa. Oh wow. And yo, <laughs> there's a lot of black people. That's there. a different sort of violence. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. wait, I thought Mesa, there's a lot of black people out there. There are. Oh, okay. there, are, there are. But, um, well, Mesa Tempe area, that whole like, um, East Valley. East Valley. Area. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's more. Um, it's funny. Places, people here call it the ghetto. There ain't no ghettos in Arizona, man. This is Arizona, bro. Y'all ever been in... <laughs> There's no ghettos like, here, man. Like, like, <laughs> Y'all ever been in Newport News? Bro. Have, have you, you ever been in formation in the morning because they because your commanding officer is like, hey, there's a shootout at the mall. Mm. Don't go to the Lynn Haven Mall. <laughs> Wait, tell me about that. Well, hey, what? I was in the Newport News, Virginia. I was stationed in Newport News, Virginia. Shout out to all my homies from the 757. I love you guys. I do. I love I love your area. Uh, shout out to everybody out there because there's so much art out there. Oh. So basically, the, the 757 is the area code. They call it the seven cities because it's literally seven cities. And the only thing that divides them is like the Chesapeake Bay. Really? Yeah. So you have um, Chesapeake. You have 
Newport News, Hampton, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Portsmouth, and don't hate me for forgetting the last one. I think it's uh, Williamsburg. That's part of, Virginia's part of the DMV, right? This is way further south. Oh, okay. So okay, this okay. is it's still Virginia, but it's down south. Okay. So, okay, okay. like, the, and the, here's the cool thing about the DM or about uh, the seven five seven. When you hear about who's from there, it's everyone. Uh, Pharrell, Chad Hugo, Pusha T, um, Aretha Franklin. Oh, for real. I think she. I think she's from there because she's out there a lot. I think she's from there. Michael Vick, Alan oh, Iverson, yes. Lawrence Taylor, yes. um, Pernell Whitaker. If you watched yes, boxing, but boxing, like, yeah. Dude, There's sweet so feet. many dudes from out there that are just like low key. It's one of the, like the craziest places I've ever been, just because there's so much art wow. and so much sports that's out there. So um, I, 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 you know what? It took me a little bit because I didn't like the weather, but I had fun out there. Shout out to Nico, man! Like we got to get you out here. I tried to fly him out here just because that he that was my boy when I was right, you know right, when right. I was out there. We were always hanging out together. That's you know my, my buddy Nico. We went to a bunch of concerts together. You like, dude? I don't mean to interrupt. Did you? Did the aura that you carry? It, dude. It's so familiar. Like, like it's. I can't even put my finger. Like, dude. Like that's. All right. I'm. I'm digressing a little bit. I'm going back to what you said previously. Like you mentioned how you're like not a happy person, but like honestly, like, dude. Like it's. I don't even think necessarily you need to be happy, bro. Like honestly, like I just feel that like just i'm sorry man i just took two seconds of that i just wanted to kind of express that like, it's it, the thing the thing is and i that listen guys the church podcast is coming very soon i don't know when <laughs> there's a whole i just mentioned it to some of the people i work with today and they're like wait what and i was like that's a whole nother podcast that's it, that's gonna be like four and a half hours that's a movie but um i i kind of i left the church over some issues okay. but one of the things that I was almost a pastor. Just getting that out there. That's my teaser. I was almost a pastor. That that's coming. That, that is, explanation oh, okay. is coming. Yeah, because that's definitely going to be part two. Because yeah, we're going to have explanations <laughs> coming. I don't know. I'm trying to find the right like like who's the right person, who's the right people to have that conversation. I'm gonna with. be honest that's, with you. You, I'm the right. I am probably one of two people that I know is the right person because you talk about being. So I have literally started giving lessons at church so dude we're we're pretty diehard around here like well diehard of what you could what you call it we go to church every sunday i'm on the schedule to do like two lessons a month maybe three and we have two lessons on sunday it's kind of great but it's not very and if you once we get to know each other more you'll notice yeah. you'll you'll recognize the language i use and you will never hear me say anything crazy. and one of the things that i really liked that i forgot which pastor said it but they drew a difference between happy and joy. Yes. And I really, that stuck with me because what the thing that I've kind of adopted recently, um, I'm a big MMA fan. I'm a big fight fan. And the thing is you can't take one discipline and survive forever with it. No, you, you can't. can't be straight up boxing. Nope. You can't be a straight up wrestler. You can't be a straight up jujitsu player. You have to take from everywhere. Right. And so I kind of learned, I'm like, okay, cool. Cause there, there's a lot of animosity I had toward Christianity for a while. And then I kind of thought about it, and I was like, well, hang on. Do you have beef with the church, or do you have beef with Jesus? Well, that's, you know, those are, well, actually, I would say, when you say the church, are we talking about the true definition of the church? There, here's my issue with that, is that, does it matter? Well. 
doesn't matter if if everyone perverts the definition, then the definition's changed. Well, okay, let me let me just because put... it's the intention. I know I understand the yeah, intention. Right, right. And I'm with the intention. I'm cool with that. All right. Just a community of people all bound together yes. by service to their community. Okay. One million percent. That's what my whole brand all is right. about. All right. So to answer that question, I will ask you this to answer. If the Bible, first of all, do you believe that the Bible, do you believe the Bible? I, I, I hate this answer as a cop-out answer. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. All right. I took, there's a, <laughs> there's the Jefferson we gotta, Bible. Have you ever heard of the Jefferson Bible? I have not. The Jefferson Bible is, so Thomas Jefferson was like, I love when they say that this country is founded in Christianity because <laughs> like, it super wasn't. It's like super not. <laughs> It's founded on like Christian, like on like Christian ideas. Deals, yes, yeah, like, no, it is some of it, but like found out Christianity, like no, dude. no, no, no. You'll see a lot of the stuff, like you will see it, like in the Constitution, words from the Bible are in right, and that was also the thing that was accepted at the time because right. if my my friend that I started doing this with, he he his family's Muslim. If it were Arabic people that came and settled the East Coast of the United States. We would have been, and we would have been a Muslim-based country. That's exactly how it works. That's why I'm like, so I, Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, he did this thing where he took out every word from the Bible except for what Jesus said. Oh wow, where did you find that at? Um, he, there, it's just like different parts of history. Okay, just, you know, the, it's kind of just something that he did because he was very interested in religion. He was a deist. Okay, so he believed that God created the world and then stepped back, which. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, but I kind of did it from that perspective. I'm like, oh, he literally cut and paste. I'm like, man, you took scissors to the Bible (laughs) in like 1801. (laughs) How are you not burned at the stake, my guy? Just get this out of here. Yeah, right. Like, like, all right, cool. But um, I kind of did that, and I kind of just went like, what did Jesus actually say? Okay, just Jesus, because the whole thing is based on Jesus and Christianity. What did just Jesus actually say? And I was like, I don't really disagree with any of this a lot of what actual jesus just jesus said yeah and i did that with a couple of different religions like i looked at buddhism i looked at wow. um Muslim, uh, islam i looked at a bunch of different things and i was like okay this makes more sense okay i even looked at like horoscopes and i had friends who were like oh, Wicca. Man. i had for i won't say their names because they'd probably <laughs> hate me if i said this my latest job i don't think i've told anybody this my latest job the one i'm at now i had an interview and I called him and I told him, hey, yeah. I've been interview interviewed for this job. And my one of my friends goes, I'm going to cast a spell for you. I'm like, excuse me? She goes, yeah, I got I got friends and family who are pagan. I'll, I'll tell them to cast a spell for you. I got the job. Oh, I'm wow. not saying <laughs> it did or didn't exist. Right. All I'm saying is that that belief, I, basically my belief is the universe speaks to people in different ways. Okay. And there's the universe will tell you how you need to be spoken to. Okay. There's different translate because when you break down most religions at the very, very, very basic, it's, this is how you treat people in your community. That I, I would agree. That is a pro that is a pro that is, yes, that is how it's supposed That's to That's how end. most religion, not everything. Cause of course there's, I can't speak things. on most. I can only speak on Christian. Yeah, yeah. And I only know because I've got friends who are Muslim. I got friends who are Buddhist. I yes. got friends who you know who I've talked to, and I've been to a couple services. And and you plus the way they talk, man, it's like even like even like just just common just common sense yeah. tells you that. Right? right, exactly. Everyone kind of has this like it's called the golden rule because everybody follows it. That's the golden standard, is right. you know. And so just judging it based on that, I'm like, okay, cool. 
so a lot of the animosity toward the idea of Christianity went away. Okay. My beef became, okay, so who's purposely mistranslating it? Oh. Who's purposefully, because everyone makes mistakes. Right. There are people who's like, and I mean, you'll hear this from some pastors. They'll say, hey, listen, guys, I thought this was cool in like, 06. It's not cool. Oh, like, this wow. is not like there's that growth, but I think yes. it's important to address that. So, like, even now, like, when you look at the Bible, it's like, okay, there are issues with it. There's no woman that wrote any of the Bible. There's no, it's all men. You're like, hold on, you're telling me that it's all men from the beginning of time? I wouldn't say, okay. Like, okay, and then, and we then you definitely look at like, we definitely need to have a breakout on we're this. We're going movie. to, we're going to. There's a part, <laughs> like, yeah, we, ne- we need to have that conversation because I can tell you, there's a lot of. There's a lot. Even when you look at the Book of the Maccabees and the Catholics have a different Bible and yes, and there's so many different things where it's like, and that's why for me, I was like, let's distill it down to what is actually here. All right. So I do have one thing I do want to, I do want to tell you that. So when you look at all those, if you ever go back to their origins, everything comes from one place. Everything like if you look at the history of the Catholicism, Catholicism was a break off of Christianity, right? Like in like five something something, right? It was a long time ago, but that's really where the branch starts to happen. You start seeing it, but I digress. That is a conversation we are going to have. We need to have like later, but I don't want to get too far away from your sci-fi deal because you were literally <laughs> telling me something, and then I wanted to tell you how great I enjoyed having your presence in my home. Thank you for coming, but and that's all in the. What I what I do my best to do, and this is kind of what I landed on, just because um, you with with politics, there's like I, I me and my buddy talked about this. There were things that we were saying in high school that I would never say today. Oh, really? Never ever say today. Just the way that we like, the the most Give me telling example. thing. The way that we referred to gay people in high school, oh, we would never, never say, say no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we learned, we learned, like we have to learn. But Bro, that learned. was a hard learn. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny too because like <laughs> I don't know when it happened, but like the entire world just kind of agreed one year, like, hey, that's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> like we can't. Yeah, we're not using that. Re-listening to hip hop from like the early two thousands, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that line. Oh geez, I forgot about that yes. too. Like. It's it's funny. There was um Jadakiss, he had a versus against uh who was it? Was it oh Dipset. And Jadakiss, two thousand two rapper from the streets, uh, New York. And he was going hard in this verse. He's on stage, he's feeling it, he's in New York, and and this is like a fifty year old man who's like, you know, lived his whole life yeah. and he's rapping and you can tell like he's about to say one of the lyrics and I forgot which lyric it was. And then, like, you could tell his brain was like, hey, bro, <laughs> you might not want... And he caught himself. And I was like... And, like, everybody was like, why didn't he finish the verse? And then people looked up to... I'm like, oh, oh that's, that's why. That's right. And I was like, look at the growth. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> look at it's, the growth. Look at... Hey, and you know what? Because he's been saying that since he was, like, eight. <laughs> Dude, because I'm going to tell you, I was a I was a big abuser of that word when I was a kid. Yeah. Huge abuser of that word. And then, literally, like, I, it's... Yeah, no, man. Like, it's... Mm-mm. A lot of... And that's a lot of the stuff that I kind of, like, had to learn. Like, hey, man, like, let's not do that anymore. But you know what? Let's we, not... But why is it that we learn as a society not to use that word, but we're still using the N-word and giving out passes? Or whatever The that passes is. is weird. The passes is super weird. We need Did to you have that. that in high school? Um, I didn't hear about that till like, six months ago. 
I've only seen it, and I've I've had people joke about it. Um, but the thing here's what's here's the very interesting thing about the N word to me, and I won't. I I do use it only with black people. I uh, yes. I, um, and what <laughs> somebody did try to check me on it once. And they're like, well, you're only half black. I'm like, so is Drake. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and, Shut that down. And that was, that was the start and end of that. <laughs> and he was like, you're right. Like, <laughs> like, you know, there's a little bit of like, yeah, hey, bro, hold on. Like, hey. He's like, yeah, oh, true. But um, the only, the, I understand why people don't like it. And the people who don't like it, I don't like to say it wrong. No. Because I'm not going to go out of my way to like prove a point. Like uh, Donald Glover, he, he had a joke. He's like, he's never helped me get a job interview. Like, no one's ever been like, you know what, he's more qualified, but he can say the humor. Like, yeah. Which, it's not changing life. It's not changing anything. Right. But the the coolest thing, um, like I said, travel a lot. I was in, was I in Japan? I think I was in Japan. Maybe, no, 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 this might have been Europe. I might have been somewhere in Europe. And there was two things that jumped out at me. Saw a bunch of black people walking around. Right. The head nod is universal. And I oh, love yeah. that. The head nod, throw up the head nod, and the dude's like, hey, what's up? And he said the N-word. I'm like, even here? <laughs> he said it. Are you serious? I'm like, oh, and that's when it kind of hit me. Is like, no, everyone right. has kind of taken this and like, no, like we say that. Like you listen yes. to UK rappers and they'll say it. And like, it's a very like, it's so weird that like the head nod and that word are kind of like, oh no, like we're cool. Yes. And so ever since then, I've kind of been like, oh, all right. But that being said, quite frankly, I don't want I don't want white people to be comfortable with me using it. They, oh, I don't. Really? That's why I don't say it around around white people. Yeah, I don't want you to be comfortable with hearing it so much that you start repeating it. No, you know, and it's funny is I guess, dude. I don't. I, you know what? I don't. I guess where I where I struggle is is it seems as though they keep putting their foot in their keep putting their foot in their mouth, right? They they do something and then they'll be they'll say they'll instead of saying it. They'll be like, hey, man, this is funny because whatever, because they'll make some kind of off-color joke about black people. I heard that this morning at my kid's school. That's the reason I bring that up. Okay. And so I'm fighting I'm fighting it from both angles, man. Like, I'm getting it from everywhere. Did you... Okay, Dave Chappelle had a really great stand-up a little bit ago. That man stopped doing stand-up, and he is a preacher now, straight up. That man is a preacher at this point. Um, even his last one, which I, I talked to... Uh, with I love the last one. I understand where the controversy came from about how he, about a lot of the trans things that he said. I understand his point. My issue was that he should have, I feel, and this is, this is again, kind of my issues with movies versus TV. Right. It's hard to pack that much nuance. Oh man. Into an hour special. <laughs> well, well see, but you know what, but the great thing about that special was, is he even, he blade the bricks, man. He kind of said, look, go back and look at the other special. I'm basically telling you, I don't have a problem with. Yeah, he did. He did. When he did. He, yes. That was a good point. Cause I went back and I was like, oh no, he, yeah. He kind of basically said that. And so, and, and honestly, part of me feels that the people who are picking it apart are trying to make a name for themselves or they want something to do or they're bored. Like, cause really the, he kind of just, he explained why he's doing it. He even gave the context of the friend that he met Daphne. I mean, like ultimately. Yeah. And that's why on my end, I was like, cause and I had a conversation with another guy that write that, you know, writes on my, on my website. And that was basically like, both of us were like, we get it. Yeah. Hey man, probably diving head first into the controversy afterwards. Doesn't make you look good. You think so? he was it, only because he did certain things like, hey man, maybe don't tour with Joe Rogan. 
Oh, that's right. And like, yeah. say that like, oh, cancel culture. Like, I love being canceled. Like, those are the things that it's like, bro, this doesn't help your yes, image. It, like, I haven't seen that, but I do. He has. It was I stuff did. like that that I was like, okay. dog, you didn't have to go that. Like, you were right. It's like, <laughs> you remember the Malice in the Palace? Yes. You remember when like, when Ron Artest kind of owned it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Kind of? No, was he like, did own it. He man. did. Yeah, yeah, come on. Let's be Shout real. Shout out to Ron Artest. Let's go. Shout out to Metal World. Yes, there you go. Shout out to Steven Jackson for having a tattoo of praying hands <laughs> holding a Glock. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Steven Jackson. Metal World Peace. Shout out to... But, um, no, that's... And so... Um, I'm... Okay, going back. So, Dishbell and... Oh, no, no, yeah. So, we completely, like, stopped saying that. And there's certain things like that that I was like, okay, cool. Check the growth. And, oh, but Dave Chappelle has this joke where he said that he knew the Chappelle show was over because he told a joke and he used the N-word and somebody in the crew laughed and it wasn't the punchline. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was like, that's when I knew that this was over. Because they got too comfortable. Yep. Yeah. And that's why when it comes to there are certain black art forms that I feel like, no, like we need to gatekeep this. Even, even if it's from someone like me, someone who's not from the hood, someone who grew up and, uh, you know, I'm not from the ghetto. I'm, I was born in Chicago. I wasn't raised there. Right. I was raised on a military base in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. So I understand if people are like, you're not hip hop. I get that. But no, man, but that's, that they're wrong for saying that though, because if you, because here, here's my thing. If you have someone like, kind of Drake. I, I don't really like to pick on Drake because I'm not a Drake fan, but we'll use Drake. When you have someone like Drake who's from the suburbs in Toronto. Right. And I understand if people would be like, no. Because this guy came up, you know, this other guy came up in the hood in Okay. You know, and this is the culture. I understand when people but do you have that think, stance. But do, you think, but do you think as a culture we put those labels on ourselves? Because think about this. How many ways, because I was thinking about this the other night and I was having trying to have this conversation. I had this conversation, asked my sister this question. I said, how many, is there, is there, can you, is there, how many different ways can a person be, how many different ways can people be black? Like, is there more than one way to be black? Because think about it. You brought Mm -hmm. up a good point. You didn't grow up in, you were born in Chicago, but you didn't grow up in Chicago. You grew up in a military environment, right? Same here. Like, I grew up in a military environment. I was born in North Carolina. I you know, I wasn't raised in North Carolina. I claim North Carolina when I go home. You know, I can't say that I have those same struggles, but they don't have my same struggles. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I believe that black people have their struggles and they're different, but I still think we all still have access. I don't think they can take that from us. We do. We do. And I and that's why, like, I understand if people do want, if there are things that people are very passionate about. Yeah. If you do want to defend this, if you are like, hey. And here, and this is why it works, is because I firmly believe that you can find your community anywhere you're at. If you want to be around other people that came up in the hood, you, you can, can meet those people. people. If you want to meet other black military veterans or military brats, you, you can, can. Especially with the internet, come on, man. You can. You can. And, and that's it. why I think it's very, you know, and that's why I think it's very special. And that's why I don't try to. I told my dad a while ago. Um, he said something and he was, I could tell that there was a, I don't want to say identity crisis and I don't like saying this when he's not here. Um, but I could tell that there was like, when he got out of the military and like, my dad got out in 2012, 
Can you imagine getting out of the military and immediately you're thrust into like a whole new world? It's like, okay, yes. listen, like this is Obama's re-election and this is this, and this is yes. this, and this is this. There's a lot going on. The Trayvon, Trayvon Martin recently happened. Yes. There's this. And like, it, there's a lot. And so my dad kind of had to like, you know, figure it out. And I told him one day, I'm like, stop saying you're white. What is that? What's white? You're uh, Swedish. Right. We met our, we met my grandparents' cousins in Sweden. True that. Like, you're Swedish. You can be black and Swedish. You can. There's a tattoo artist that Dude. I love who's black and Swedish. Bro, we're the only, okay, we're the only country that labels by characteristics. Yeah. We're the only one. Like the, I've seen nationality. It's like, oh, this person is, you know, her, she is born in Cameroon, but she lives in mm-hmm. Sweden. You know, and I and don't. That's, that's right. I get ex- that. But everyone else, like. But, dude, you, I mean, I wouldn't even do this. Like, you, I wouldn't even say, I hear what you're saying, and I do, I can, I see, I can kind of see where you're going with that. But th- at the end of the day, yes, you have, you're black and Swedish, but, bro, at the end of the day, no one can take. Even if they want to hold those gates or whatever we were talking about, hold those, you know, give people that rite of passage of, like, you got to have, like, those stripes. I don't think, I think that was maybe a different time. So, the reason why I told my dad that is because when you're Swedish, there is a, there is a culture there. Really? That's the Swedish. Uh, so, when you look at Swedish, think of it as, and I told him, like, listen, that's Vikings. That's oh. Jonas Salk was a Swedish person who created that's the, Norse the mythology. polio vaccine. I have a Valkyrie tattooed on my chest. Really? Yeah. Like, I have a Valkyrie tattooed on my chest. I'm going to get Thor's hammer on my hand sooner or later. I got to talk to some people about that because I have a really dope idea for how I want to do it. Um, But there's, I'm like, Dad, we know Swedish mythology. We know about Thor and we know about Sif and we know about Balder. You used to tell us those stories. So, like, embrace that part of it. You know what I mean? Like, Like, we know who Loki is. We know who Loki is outside of Marvel. Right. I knew who Thor was, and then I discovered Thor the character when I was a little yes. bit older. Like, embrace that part of it. Yes. Like, that's cool. Like, it embra- is. Like, and know that, and just be like, hey, and, and like, because if I ever have kids, hey, your granddad is Swedish. He'll tell you stories about Odin. Oh, wow. You know and what? Your that's mother, kinda, that's actually kind of you know, And your mother, me. she'll tell you stories about, you know, about different things in the African-American, like... Have you ever thought about, have you ever thought about, re, like, have you guys done the history on where you're at from Africa, like, your black ancestry? Yeah. Where, how far back? Western. Really? It just Western Africa? It just said Western. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, where, where's the black come from? Western. West. Have cool. You, I mean, that's every black guy. That's every, like, yeah, what that, do you mean? that basically is. That basically is. Like, <laughs> that was I've, the shortest place for the, for the ships, like, we're talking about culture and we're talking about history. We're talking about politics, but I want to ask you the question about you know growing up as a biracial kid. Like when you say you you know you don't want to use the word identity, but when did you start? No, I didn't want to use identity. I didn't want to use the word identity crisis for my dad because that implies that there's some sort of like he didn't know who he, he was. was. But it was just discovering Your dad, he, who but he no, was. He knows yeah. who he. Is. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I try to get him. I, I try to have him do that Viking braid. Did it? I try to convince him to do it? Like, I do it. Did his hair? He long. was completely with it. You should have him braid the beard. Wait, does he still have it? Oh, if I can get him to braid the beard, oh, no. oh if I can get him to braid the beard, that's a win. All right, but yeah, so I'm try to do that. You should get him to braid the beard because the last time I saw him, the be beard cool. was to the middle. of the It's chest. not that long. It's well, it might be to the middle of the chest. Yo, to the middle of the chest. It might be like 
Dude, he went and did. He, dude, he went to like he did something in uh, the the when he did the thing for the oh team Rubicon. Rubicon, yes, yeah. yeah. Did that? He basically looked like what's that? Zach Galifianakis when I saw the pic <laughs> when I saw him in the airport. I don't think he could braid the beard. I'm gonna try again. Dude, get him that. to braid the beard. That'd be so cool. Dude, you should get him. Has he ever braided his hair before? Uh, he's done it like once or twice. Just Has like he? just like as like a you know just, just some, like, mess with it. Yeah, but like that Viking braid looks. Cool and the Viking braid would, and yeah, if you can get that because it's like a it's like almost it's a like pattern. a French braid like right, right in the middle. I'm like, yes, yeah, and it's so but it's rad. right yes, and it's intertwined. Oh yeah. man, it's almost like, yeah. do it, do it. <laughs> that's that's my new goal instead because I've, I've been trying to corrupt him into getting a tattoo because obviously, but I got my mom to get tattooed. That. Oh really? She my did. Got like seven. Wait wait wait. When did she get her first one? The day after I got this one, which was when a couple years ago. Really? Okay. The, the, I'm never gonna forgive her for this. My this was my first tattoo up here. It's, okay. It was supposed to be uh, the Swedish the tree, the Norse tree of life. Kind of. So the it's uh it's Yggdrasil and it's the tree that connects the nine realms. Gotcha. And I lived in nine places before I joined the military. So wow, I was like, that's okay. perfect. So I'm gonna get this redone because there's a lot of issues I have with it that now after being tattooed so much I see. Um, but. I had this one, and she didn't know about it. I got my koi fish, and she didn't know about it. And I got my chest done. Like, my whole peck was done. Right. And she came over to... I was in D.C., and she came over, and she was, like, like hanging out. And I was getting changed, because we were about to go, you know, we were about to go out. And she sees this huge tattoo on my chest. It's my mm. whole peck. It's from here <laughs> all the way down, all the way over, like, my whole peck. And my mom's like... Oh, that's what you do now? <laughs> like, judging me so hard. And Bro, she was like, that's dude, wicked. I can't believe you'd I've ever heard... do something like that. I can't believe you'd ever. That's wicked, and you mark hey, up your body. And God said that that's that the she... temple. Bro, the fact that she led with, that's what we're doing now? I was, and so, like, I kind of knew. And so, like, I chilled out for a while. I didn't dropped. really do much. I kept all my tattoos for a long time above my elbows. Yeah. And then I start, I knew I was going to get the Cubs one done once the Cubs won the World Series because I'm like, I've never seen that that happen again. So I knew about the Cubs one. I knew that I was going to get the rest of my arms done. And I got this one done. I got it. It's the van that, it's a Ford Arrow stuff. <laughs> and it's the one I had as a kid. Like, it's the van that we had to do as a yeah. kid. And my mom saw the work. And she's like, I want to do that. Oh, what did she get for the first one? So she has on her forearm, it says, to thine own self be true. Oh, okay. Letters. Okay. Yeah. A little, little quote. Is and it then, stacked or is it just one line? It's just one line. Okay. And um, I started getting tattooed more and more and, you know, got my arm finished up and got some stuff in my leg and got this check. Like, just a lot. <laughs> I like it. It's a very, it's it's weird, but I, li- I like getting tattooed. I like the creative process of, like, meeting with somebody it is. and, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, this artist interpretation is Blade Runner, but, like, the way that she's doing it is, like, Hey, what if we did this? What if we did this? Like, what if we, you know... Are you going to do the whole arm? Kind of. I like the bits and pieces, like, uh, kind okay. of look. I don't really like the sleeve look. Just make me. it look clean, though. Like, I've like you know how there's some guys who do bits and pieces, and mm-hmm. it looks terrible? This isn't quite done yet. When she finishes this up, I'll probably add more. Dude, but honestly, I didn't know what the bear was, and then you said cubbies, and then I caught, I caught the bat. And I was like, that's why, because like, everyone's like, well, why didn't you just get the Cubs logo? I'm like, because it's lame. Lame. It, dude, I got that's... the Cubs, like, when people see it, they're like, oh, man, I love that bear. And then there's a cult every now and then somebody will be like, is that a baseball bat? And I'm like, hey. Yeah, hey. exactly. Like, I have a bowl. 
back here and everything. And people are like, oh, is that just a bull? And it's like, and then they look and it's like, it's a red bull. And they're like, oh, Chicago Bulls, right? Like, oh, because I have one person who's like, oh, oh red bull, bull, yes. He's like, wait, you're from Chicago, right? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, duh. Oh, uh, there we yeah. go, man. Dude, like, see, I, I noticed that because like, I'm, I'm peeping. I'm like, dude, I'm like, there's a lot of symbolism. Like, I'm looking at the one on your wrist, and from this angle, it looks like a woman. It is. Okay, it is. This is a funny story. So every Friday the 13th, they have, I, I need to do that tattoo tour video too because I've had people asking me. Like, wait, wait, what? People have asked me like to do a tattoo tour, like show off all my tattoos and what they mean. Because oh, wow. what's funny, so there's three tattoos that I've gotten for Friday the 13th. And they do like $13 tattoos with a $7 tip for good luck. So really? The heart, uh, the skull with the hard eyes. I just caught that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, um, you can miss that too. Yeah. You can miss that if you're not paying attention. What, mm. before you go any further, what does the hard eyes represent? So here's the thing. All three of these were just on a sheet and somebody was just like, oh. and you just got to pick it and that's what you got. <laughs> but my thing is like, okay, I, I still want to pick something that it, that talk, that speaks to me. Right. Even though I'm picking it off a wall because you do that with clothes, you do that with all yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah. Like, why does this speak to me? And I saw that and my, the thing that I love the most is like dichotomy. Okay. It's like showing two sides of things. Yes. So having a skull and you know, all that, when, if you tell somebody you're getting a skull tattooed on you, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm so hard. Like, you know, yeah, but then when you have the hard eyes, it's like no. There's also that added like, do are you doing the thing of like you know the, the just loving someone to death, which is a term. That or is what I was. Thinking. Are you doing something else? Like, what does this mean to you? Because a lot of my stuff I leave open to interpretation. Actually, you know, there's a lot of interpretation with the skull and the hard eyes. Because yeah, the first thing I was thinking was is those who have passed will always be loved by some. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we'll always see them with you know. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things they can mean. So like. Um, this one, it's taking care of business, but the 13 in there before Friday the 13th. Ah, look at you. And it doubles as a B. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And then the, this one, I just saw it one day. It was like for Friday the 13th and I saw it and I was like, that's incredible. $13, $7 tip, get yep. a tattoo off a wall. Yeah. And I, I saw it and I'm like, that's incredible. And <laughs> something just told me like, I have to have that. Wow. Like I don't, I could not explain it. I was just like, I have to have that. That oh, I need to get that one. And it's funny because the person who designed this did my Blade Runner one. Is doing my Blade Runner one. Oh, okay. And she... What did she just do? Oh, she just did my uh, my, my, my Cowboy uh, Bebop Cowboy one. Cowboy Bebop. She just did my Cowboy Bebop one. And talking to her is so cool because she has her own perspective yeah. and stuff. So I'm like, even if this was just a way to talk, meet someone new, like... Dude. There's a lot that this tells me. There's the modest... Like, how do you have a modest naked woman? Wow. No, you don't really. Like, how do you have that? Like, how do you... How have I not gotten in trouble for this tattoo? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't gotta cover it up at work. Nobody's seen it. Okay. <laughs> like, you know? That is but that's, there's so many different meanings. Like the tattoos on her, like there's a snake and there's that. a like she just drew it out and I just saw it and I was like, I gotta have that one. Wow. I gotta get that. And so there's like all of them kind of have a couple different meanings for the most part. Like one of them is like and it's funny too because all of them are based off of something I like. This arm is just stuff I like. Oh, I wow. Like, You've actually compartmentalized it yeah, like that? It's okay. like, I like, right like, arm. This side is like family, so I'm going to get, I have some ideas here. Like, I talked to my artist already about some of them. Okay. But like, even my legs, like. Dude, you're going to do the shin? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, man. Good luck with that. But this is actually from another anime that I really, really love. Oh, the Nomad. But I lived a nomadic lifestyle, and I still kind of do. Like, I'm constantly moving around, and I'm like. That's I'm, a free life. That's, that's, what are they called? That's like that, uh. Do they even use the word hippie anymore? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times like, my brother <laughs> I called my brother and I was like yo man I'm uh like what do you think about me moving to California he's like like when like are you there now I'm like yo I can't move there now like why would I do something like that he goes bro you have no mad tattooed on your leg and I've called you in different states before nothing would surprise me I'm like yeah that's true dude you know what's okay it's you're the oldest of three are they the two are they two are they level headed a little bit are you? Oh the, yeah. Oh okay, yeah. No. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. You are but, the. So you're the one that you. Yes, you're the one that's. You are the the eccentric one a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Dude, that normally doesn't happen until after the to, third. Till after you've had the first couple, but you came out. I had to accept. <laughs> I had to accept it, and I had to change it. That is kind of tight, though. That I was the, like. <laughs> I told my brother. I told my brothers one time. <laughs> there's two ways to learn how to do something and how not to do something. Right. Oh my here. I've taught my brothers how not to do things a lot. Because and I do kind of regret that. Why? Just because I felt like I should have been a better example, but at the same time Dude, that's who you are. Which isn't always the best. No, 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 no. I will tell you this. Because because that's where I'm seeing it. Because it reminds me of my son. Because alright, so my my oldest boy, uh, dude, he he is going through it and he is out of all my kids. He's kind of like you. How much is he older than the other ones? He okay, so because I'm uh, four and five years older than my. He's brother. two years older than his than the youngest, but he's three years younger than his sister. He is uh, almost nine years younger than the oldest sister. Okay, but at the same time, dude, he I'm like, dude, he's got like he. I could see him. I could see you guys if you guys were close together in age. I could see you guys hanging out because okay. you guys are your personalities are so. Kind of similar, like he's kind of like you're happy and joy. He's kind of like sorrow and anger. <laughs> but if you put those two together, you guys have a lot of similarities and a lot of other things that would be like. You know what I had to learn, and this is something that I've maybe this really, is me. No, well, you're, here's the thing, and because how old is he? He would be. He's fourteen. Oh, but that's perfect. When I was fourteen, when I was fourteen through about eighteen, I was really struggling. Yes. I'd say probably like twenty-one. Actually, I really, really went through it. And um, stuff I said on other podcasts, I don't really like feel like getting into on the don't air worry right about now. It. We'll talk about that we'll offline. But um, went through a lot, and what I kind of I went on a trip. I started traveling more and more, and I started traveling more solo because a girl that I dated literally has she left some scars on my <laughs> and that's when I stopped dating people from the south because <laughs> y'all crazy out there. I'm good. I'll take a West Coast girl. I'll take a chill West Coast girl. And we not dating nobody. She was from Memphis. Oh, man. And my Ooh. friend's from... T- yeah. yeah. I didn't know that until yeah. later. Yeah. How come, how come none of y'all told me that? Bro. My friend from Tennessee was like, yo, wait, what? Is she from where? Nah, you good, bro. Don't do that. I'm like, yeah, you could have told me that eight months ago. Thanks. Yeah. But um, I, I kind of went through it. And I started traveling solo just because I was like, who else, is, who else got you? Right. Like you take care of you, and that because a lot of the thing. This is why I love the dichotomy. A lot of the things I feel come from bad places. Yeah. So it's like, but it's freeing to me. It's very freeing to me to be like, yo, no one cares about you. Wow. So do whatever you, you want. want. Yes. Like, and so that's kind of where my company, that's where Starving Artist was kind of born from. Was like, hey, wait, how? Like, we can build this up. Like, yeah. why don't we build together other people who feel, you know? Other people feel like this, and this is why I kind of want to be a pastor, was because 
I wanted to build a community of people that all work together, but I didn't have the direction. Right. Because when I realized how much I loved art and how much I loved music, that's when I was like, oh no, this is it. Yeah. Because I started going to spots in Virginia where they were just like, that was it. They would just do art. And you, I'm like, how do you build a community of people in a place nobody thinks about? Right. They, they're not from New York or LA or Atlanta or anything like that. They're from Virginia Beach. Yeah. And so I kind of realized like, okay, well, if nobody cares, then what's stopping me from just doing what I want? You know, what's stopping, if my parents and I are having issues, what's stopping me from getting that tattoo that I want? Right. What's stopping me from doing this? What's stopping me from doing that? Yeah. And that kind of forcing your individuality kind of changed me to like, oh, okay, I understand how this works now. (laughs) And so that, and so all that coming from like, you know, from that place is there's only two ways to respond to something. It's positive and negative. True. And so all the stuff that I went through, I'm not the kind of person that's like, you have to go through it too. I'm the kind of person, this, the person who I just brought on as my writer, Chani, Chani, oh, yo, Chani's got another story coming out in this. She's got a lot. She's up. Yeah, she's working. But I just met this person online, and she's um she's a freshman at in uh, college. And I was like, hey, listen, I pay, like I pay for for, for if you want to write, right? I pay seventy five dollars an article. And she wow. didn't believe me at first. And I was like, okay, that's fine because I kind of had to learn. Hey, even though I even though I know my intentions are good, yeah, she doesn't know that. Right, that's fair. Especially if someone just hits you up like on Twitter or something like that. Hey, I'll pay you for an article. Hold on, what? Like, <laughs> I get that. And so like she kind of was like, right. She and so we started, you know, started paying her here and there. And I mean, hey, that helps a college student. Yeah, that really helps. Say, hey, yo, here's seventy five dollars for doing what you already like doing. You know, and she kind of hit me and she was like, hey, so you've really been like, you know, you're really dedicated to this. You really want people to like, you know, build up. I'm like, hey, everybody eats. Everybody. Everybody eats, man. Like, that's cool. And, like, because she's like, where are you getting the money for this? I'm like, this is coming out of my own pocket. And she's like, well, are you making any money off this? I'm like, not yet, but eventually, yeah. And she's like, so what's your goal with this? You want to monetize? I'm like, yeah, eventually I want to do this forever. Like, I don't want to do what I'm doing now forever. Right. And she's like, well, how are you going to do that? I'm like, well, two ways. Number one, we're going to keep rolling and make the best of it. And number two, we're going to approach these things in a smart way. I've kind of, with starving artists, I kind of wanted to be like, hey, I'm a college football coach. And what I mean by that is, I don't want, like, you look at Alabama, you got those kids for four years and then they go somewhere else. I don't want you to stay with starving artists forever. Right. If you're a rapper and Spread Dr. Those Dre dreams. calls up. You better go. Go. You'll always have a home here. Yeah. Yeah. Come back and you come back and hey, as long as you come back and plant more seeds. That's what it's So that's kind of what I came from is like, because I didn't want people to ever feel that alone and ever feel that sort of like, no, like, let's like, hey, come with me. That's smart. Like you're building, like you, you be a part of this. Yeah. Like, hey, I didn't, I've never, I haven't made it yet, but hey, if I can get you, her potential for storytelling and writing could go way further than my brand could go. And I'm okay with that. Bro, so let me ask you this: When you say she's a writer, does she write for the pot for the show, or does she write? She writes on my website. On your website, yeah, she writes on my website, and her stuff wow. is her stuff. <laughs> I hope she sees this as a compliment if she hears it. Her stuff makes me uncomfortable. Oh wow! 
which I like. Because good art should make you uncomfortable. It should. Anything good any, art should make you anything like, good should make wait. you uncomfortable and, and make so you think. So the way that she writes and just it's a there's a very visceral sense to what she writes. There's a very like she's not trying to sanitize this. She's a very in your face. She's not necessarily like crude or crass, and that's what makes it so. Wait, she's very savvy about it a little bit. She is. And that's that, hard. It's really hard. That is hard. It's really, really difficult. And that that's why I'm like, yo, there's something here. And that is if I can just get you in practice and you're writing all the time and there's this and there's this and there's this. And I remember we had a conversation. She's like, hey, I want to do some nonfiction stuff. Okay. I want to do some like political opinion. And I was like, hey, listen, there's a certain stance that the company does have. Okay. I'm not saying that you have to follow that stance, but I do want the people, I want people to reflect what we think too. I don't want so many different opinions. I want this to be a grassroots source for change. Okay. And she's like, no, I got you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, are you sure? And the, the thing is, I found this, <laughs> I found this on Instagram a long time ago and I have it posted up somewhere, but it's a like a sandwich board. Yeah. And it says, Pro-black, pro-brown, pro-gay, pro-trans, pro-ho. Pro-weed was the last one. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. And so that, when I say that, it's like, hey, we are for all these different things. And she's like, no, we, I got you. Yeah. Cool. Let's find out. Because even when I coach, I give the, like, hey, this is the basics. I give you the keys. And I, I tell, when I was coaching football, I told the quarterback before every game, gave him the ball. Here's the keys. Don't crash the car. Bro. First of all, I didn't know you coach college football. No, 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 no. Like, that's, that's, that's how your I mentality. My, yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, no. All right, dude. Because you coach college football. You yeah, think yeah, I'm working on a team? I was about to say. You think I'm working on a team? Not exactly. Yeah, but. I am thinking about starting an AAU team, though. Really? Yeah, AAU basketball team. That's where, you know what? Hey, man. That's. I don't know a lot about the AAU aspect. I just know what I see on TV. Right, and for some reason, I mean, I, maybe you can explain it to me. Is it just camps? Kind of. It's um. So first of all, it costs. I just did some research. It costs about two hundred dollars to get an AAU team started up. It's eighteen dollars per kid. Twelve. No, it's twelve dollars per kid. Eighteen dollars per coach. Twenty five dollars to register the team. Oh man, that's nothing. That's not a lot. Why are you charging these kids three and four hundred dollars? Exactly. I'm like. I I do when you said those numbers I was like that didn't sound right but then again I was like that's just a registration fee for the team. Why are you charging kids three? I at tournaments I get yeah I, I understand tournaments especially like when you're driving from like Phoenix to L A or Vegas I kind of all right fine I don't honestly I can roll with but three hundred dollars per kid per no absolutely not. But what do they what does that even pay for man? That's what I'm wondering too. Because from my understanding I know a couple kids that go to school with a couple you know I've seen it. But they only practice like once or twice a week, and they play like games on weekends. But yeah, is that money for the weekend that's coming up? Because three hundred four, like that. Even money. food and like like let's be real with it. Even food, because I would want to do Phoenix first. Let's take care of Phoenix first, then we can start doing trips to Vegas and L.A. and yeah, yeah, yeah. all these other places later. But um, me and my buddy Andre, we were talking about we we've, we've considered we we just kind of hit each other up because I was at a I was at a three on three basketball tournament a couple of weeks ago, and um. I was just like, yo, we need to be a part of this. You know, we need to get the kids out here and seeing different ways to play basketball too. Like yes. just because it's just learning I, I I tell this joke if I ever do have kids, if you're over six foot you're playing basketball, if you're under six foot you're playing soccer. 
No footballs involved. <laughs> because in I honestly I, I mentioned this yeah, to somebody the other day. If you ever go if you like if I ever have a kid who's good enough to play in the pros, they're not going to Duke. They're not going to UCLA. Why wouldn't you want them to go there? I want you to either go to an HBCU. There you go. Or go overseas. Oh, pull the mellow? Yes. <laughs> One million. Where do you think you're going to learn more? As a You're going to learn more. You know, 18-year-old playing in the pros overseas, you're going to learn a ton more. You ever seen Luka Doncic play? Oh, my goodness. The dude's dude, like Luka. 16 playing pro ball against grown men. And hey. look at what he's doing now. Like, I'm going to tell you. And it's Luka, the life experience. It is. But Luka is a... Luca is a slayer, bro. That dude's a dog too. Dude, that he, dude's got a little dog in him. He's he's he's, he, he's wanting to get in some fights. You can see, he's like, man, he, he's like squared up to some dudes. I'm like, yo, man. dude, he pushed somebody the other night, and I was like, I was like, look hey, at hey, it, hey, Luca, you better swing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> dude, in this country, we don't push. You you just go straight for the punch. Bro. And what's funny too is that we were watching. Me and my mom were at this uh, we're at this basketball tournament, and um, my mom was like, man, the white guys always seem like they're proud of like not necessarily even winning, but beating the black guys. Yeah, I'm like yeah, and and my mom like kind of sat there for a second, and she doesn't really like watch watch, but she watched Tony Kukoc, right, right. and she's like, they're not really like that in Europe, are they? Like, mm. they don't care. They don't. There's, it's about winning the game. It is. And so, like, hey man, if we're gonna do this, sidebar about about Lamar, because I thought that Lamar was just being arrogant and all these things. I thought about it for a second. Lamar Ball or Lavar Ball rather is every black dad. Who wears the all Nike and has the towel in his back pocket? <laughs> That's who he is, just with money. He is. That's all. <laughs> when he that is. hit me, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, we've all seen that." Dude yes, before. we've all the tucked in shirt with the super. Long and you know, you notice you haven't seen him much anymore. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge Bulls fan, and so he the, when the Bulls played in uh, this was super dope to me. The Bulls played against the Lakers and the Clippers back to back nights. Lavar was at both games. The Bulls played against the Hornets, and so it was Lamelo versus Lonzo, and he flew out for that game. Oh wow, that's so cool! <laughs> like, that is well, I mean, but the stories, the stories of him like waking kids up and like cooking breakfast for him before taking them to the tournament and like helping them with homework and picking them up. I'm like, that is that's what I want to do. You know, and there's but you know what? Even in the like, dude, we need more of that. You know that when you, when you were talking about like just building up a community. Do you know that, and we, we were talking about sports, you talk about AAU, you know the one thing that I see a lot of in, just in Arizona high school sports, because I've only coached high school football for a few years, they don't really care about those kids, man. If, it, if it's not D1, then, hey man, you know what, you, I, I don't really care. Let's be real, how many kids are going to go D1? Dude, uh, there's on, not on a lot. high school team, maybe one every maybe one, three, four years? Depending on the school, so let's, let's maybe one or two. But if you're a, if you're a power program in Arizona and you're constantly winning championships, those kids should go. You should be sending your entire senior class somewhere. Even then, think about what D one is, dude. All it is is a money maker. Well, but D one is Alabama. D one for football. D one's also uh, oh, who's that team that had a run? Uh, Charleston Coastal. Oh, the Carolina they're team. Both T. They're both D one. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but still. Like, like, that's the thing that bugs me the most is, like, guys, do you know how broad the spectrum is? This is why I love soccer so much. Soccer, because you'll see guys in soccer who, like, it. I was telling my I was explaining to my dad, there's literally a loan system in soccer. Yeah, where, where they loan loaned the player. player. And yeah. I'm like, dad, 
that imagine is being so like cool. a 16 year old who's <laughs> grown up in London and you go to play for Manchester United and they're like you're not good enough to play here do we'll you want to go play in New York for a few years we'll send you over there on a loan yeah and like, people freak out when they hear buy and sell. They're like, oh, they're treating these players I think like, that's no, the greatest buying thing. and selling the contracts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I think that's like one of the coolest things because think about it. Who they could have had Melo when they could have drafted Melo, had his rights, if they had the loan. I just think that's... The loan a, system makes sense in every sport. I'm in every sport. It. In every sport. Because think Imagine about it. like that baseball player who's like, man, I don't know what is wrong with him. He can't, you know what? Let's loan him out to a team in Korea and see if, you know... And see they... Dude, not only that, but they draft the kids in high school. Like, the kids that they're drafting say, hey, look, we don't want you to go to the minors. We want you to go to one of our, you know what I mean? Like, play play top ball, like, in Europe or yeah. Korea. Like, why not? I mean. It's shocking me, but, like, that's what I'm, uh, that's kind of what I want to do is, like, hey, there's different ways to do this. Not only that. It's not just go to Duke, Duke or, or else. go to UCLA or, yes, no. But you know what? I think Deion Sanders is kind of laying the blueprint for changing the game for the HBCU. Yeah. I think he is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I personally think because he won this year and he's starting to try to say, hey, look, y'all can go if you do whatever you want, but come to, come to this school and we can still get the same thing done. Like, I don't know if there's going to be, I, I got this feeling there's going to be a huge HBCU run. I think the thing that needs to change is basketball. You think so? I think basketball is going to be the one to do it just because basketball is... It's already it's already integrated. I mean, they they already go to the tournaments, right? No, they yeah. don't. So if they're if they're D one, if they're D one, yeah. they do. Which I get because I was like, whoa, why are there no HBCUs in the in the tournament? And somebody's like, they're all D two. That makes sense. That all makes right, sense. Like, yeah, that's right. But that's imagine right. if so, Zion Williamson, who plays for the Pelicans now, yep, dude's from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Imagine if someone like him goes, hey, I'm gonna go play Howard. Oh man, it would set the world on fire. Like, it literally would. It He's would. from South Carolina. You know he knows what HBCUs are. He does. Or like, uh, what's his name? Or Chris Paul. Chris Paul had the same thing in North Carolina. Chris I was at the, I was at the, uh, the thing. The, 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 did the yes, HBCU. yes. And, now it's, it's, and this is the thing about growth is because part of me is like, well, if you want an HBCU so bad, why'd you go to Wake Forest? Why'd you go to Wake Forest? And then I'm like, well, maybe you've had a whole career to reflect and you want to give the HBCUs. Carolina's got a lot of them. Dude, I'm going to be honest There's with you. There's a lot of them in North Carolina. And and so now we talk about you talk about growth. I was a football guy my whole life, and I, all I cared about was going D one. That was in my mind, right? But now that I'm raising kids, I'm like thinking, dude, I don't think it's D one's not where it's at. I mean, because if you've been around any sports, if you you know like I know, if you're good, they'll find you. Yeah. And HBCU is going to offer just as much. I'm embarrassed as that Walter Payton came from Jackson State. Bro, Walter, come on, man. Like, Sweetness. He came from Jackson State. He did. And if he can do it, everybody else can do it. Yeah. Jer- oh, Jerry Rice came from, like, Mississippi Valley He came from Mississippi Valley State. And not only that, but I think Grambling's in the process of hiring Hugh Jackson. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I saw that on the wire. Yeah, so they're trying to find. And if he goes to Grambling, you already know he's going to bring in a professional staff. The fact that we, and it's kind of funny, the fact that everyone knows, like, black people figured out, like, from, and this is an interesting thing, too. I feel like it's very regional, the HBCU thing. There's no HBCUs in Chicago. No, there is no HBCUs on the. I don't think anything HBCUs west of the Miss. Yes, there is actually because there's HBCUs in Texas. Yeah. Okay. So yes, Texas. Yes. But when you look at like, and I define the East Coast as from like basically Toronto to DC. Okay. Anything south of that is basically south. Like you're, there's no way you're telling me that Virginia's on it. Stop it. Have you been to Richmond? Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. My sergeant told me not to go 
north on the highway because there's a sun downtown. That's not East Coast. That what? is South. That is <laughs> that is the South. Yeah, that is the. And south. so when you look at like you know when you look at the South, we know HBCUs there, but like the kid from LA doesn't know about. No, they don't. But like, it's all about exposure, though. Because right. and but, so we found out we found out about Grambling and Southern from Drumline. <laughs> like Nick Cannon told us about Grambling and Southern. If you were from the South, like, dude, I'm gonna be honest. It's not great. No, I <laughs> shout out to Nick Cannon, but that's not, that's not great. That's not. I found out about Grambling. Uh, what? Because we lived in Tampa. My parents were stationed at I think it's McDill Air Force Base in Florida, and we used to drive by One Buck Stadium every day to go home. Oh, okay. And so that's when um, that's when Doug Williams Is was that the quarterback. A&M? No, that's when Doug Williams was the quarterback for the Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, to, yeah. He went to Grambling. It was Grambling? He went to Grambling. Because he, when he, because my brother, and it's funny story, he went to Grambling, finished playing, goes back to Grambling, Eddie Roberts is there, Eddie Roberts has passed away, he takes over the Grambling, takes over the Grambling program, then goes to D.C. be part of the Washington Redskins program, he's still with the Washington Redskins, and now they're bringing in Hugh Jackson. And the weird thing about, I, and this is one thing that I, 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 it sucks that it happens to HBCUs. But it happens everywhere, but HBCUs just get the brunt of it, really. Is that not every good player is a good coach? Bro, I'll, I'll even take a step further. Not every coach is deserves to wear a whistle. Just yeah. because you wear a whistle doesn't mean you're actually a coach. But I'm kind of imagining, like, I'm thinking of, like, I, I, I'm, and this isn't a knock on Deion Sanders. I'm shocked he's a good coach. Bro. And the you... reason why I'm so surprised is because how many, like, all-time greats have you seen that the game comes naturally to them? That are but good coaches, a, but they're ter- no, no, they're good. They're terrible coaches. Yeah, what do I you, mean, you never see it. You never see it. That, what like, do you, think? you see like average players. Shout Steve Kerr, but you see average players that become great coaches because they had to learn the fundamentals. They had to work yes. through that. Yes. Jordan never had to like. I mean, dude, he did, but like, dude, he's he's. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I love I love Jordan around people who are not from <laughs> Chicago. Everyone who's from Chicago knows that he's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you know what's if but you're he, from Chicago or North Carolina, you know he's crazy. Yeah, Everyone my, else is like, I, I mean, where do you mean? That's, that's Jordan. He's, he's the greatest of all time. No, no he's terrible. not. He's crazy. No, he's terrible. He's like three marriages deep, man. <laughs> two. It's only two. Yeah, dude. He he, like he he was married to Juanita. They got divorced, and now he's married. He's been around, but he's not married. To, he's that's been true. around, but now he's married the white lady. Yeah, that I was like, what, but she looked, dude. Honestly, she looks like Juanita. She looks like a younger version of Juanita. That's gross. Don't do that. I mean, just stay with don't the original, man. Don't, don't go, don't go with the remix. Yeah, no, the, the remix is, isn't usually. It's this, she does look like another. <laughs> like, I mean, she's got like you know body, whatever. But you know, the it, wildest thing to me ever was seeing Lisa Bonet and her daughter. Uh, how did Zoe? You do that? How did you do that? What cloning chamber did you... I'm same a, with Ice Cube and his son. I'm like, how did you guys do that? I know, right? Like, did... Dude, the, let's your be... Your parents must, have, must not have genes at on, all. Like, dude, let's <laughs> be honest. Dude, Lisa Bonet's... I don't know who Lisa Bonet's parents are, but Lenny Kravitz's genes is pretty good, man. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, it's Lenny Kravitz, bro. I mean, you still look at him. I don't even think that brother has age. He doesn't have a gray dread in his head. He... That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what? The, I just saw him on a. Uh, me and my mom were watching him on an architect on an Architectural Digest video. The dude's got a farm in Brazil that he walks around barefoot on. Like no what? wonder he doesn't age. He's like, yeah, I grow all my own fruits and vegetables. <laughs> it's the mo- if you didn't if you if you didn't know that that was actually him, you'd think it's someone playing a part. Wow. This is like I grow all my own fruits and vegetables, and like this is where we play guitar, and it's just like yeah, man. And I was like, is he serious? It, 
Bro, are you high on camera? <laughs> Dude, did you I'm not going to say anything, anything but I can't remember the last time I saw his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just give real. Even at Zoe's wedding, that was like six months ago that she's not divorced. Yeah, he wore sunglasses. But The only thing about the divorce thing to me, like... It, I, I told my brother because he, he was he, he's an athlete he's a D1 athlete before he met his fiance shout out to Tia she's great probably shouldn't have said her name on the pod whatever but um before I met her I'm like hey listen man don't if you're gonna be an athlete don't get married until you retire okay because there's too much distractions <sighs> there's too much to do you're traveling too much to really be dedicated don't do it Okay, let me ask you this. On that thought, were they together while he's in college, or was it? Together? No, he met he met her before. This is I okay. I gave him this advice when he was like, like when I left for the military. Okay, and then like he met his girlfriend, which the story about her is like, he took this girl to prom, and I'm like, yo, do you even like this chick? He's like, nah, I just want to go to prom, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And the next, we didn't talk about it again. People underestimate how much brothers actually talk about like serious things. <laughs> right. Because I, I call my boy like, yo, Spurs are looking pretty good, huh? He's like, yeah, your bulls are pretty trash. I'm like, hey, I'll fight you. Like, <laughs> like those were our conversations. <laughs> and so he was like, yeah, you know, my girlfriend. I'm like, wait, your girlfriend? He's like, yeah. I'm like, who's your girlfriend? He's like, so-and-so. Oh, Tiana, I said her name, but he's like, Tia. I was like, who's that? And he goes, do you remember the girl? Like, I never told you about her. I'm like, no. Nah. He's like, I took her to prom last year. I'm like. I think they didn't like her. He's like, yeah, that was last year. And I was like, oh my God, we haven't oh, talked wow. about her for a year. year. And then a couple years later, I'm getting out of the military and he proposed to her. And I was like, what? Didn't you just meet her? He's like, like four years ago, dog. I'm like, you guys have been dating for four years? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, where have you been? I, just, I don't uh, know. Nowhere, In obviously. the army, dog. I've been, sorry, we... You know? No, I agree with you on that. Like, the, the whole... But, like, now, like, if he were to just meet her now, I'd be like, dog, I don't know. Uh, like, watch your back. All right, so... But since he's known her for so long, it's a little different. It's I literally would, high school sweetheart. I would say this. There is there is something... But the person's got to be grounded. Like, not it's not for everybody. Like, I've seen some guys, but the minute that they get in that environment, everything changes. And if they are not strong-minded, they're going to... Or if they're not ready for it. If I they're mean, not ready... Exactly. Somebody... So... A girl at my work, we were just talking about this today, and um, she was like, well, why, you know, what, what do you feel about relationships, what do you feel about this? And I'm very honest with people, okay. but I give them a chance. Okay. Do you really want the answer to this? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Because, like, I'm like, yo, listen, if you really, like, we can get into this, but... Hey, like, I'm... And so, what, and I was like, listen, I have this job, you know, the actual job I work, I coach. Yep. I'm a freelance writer. Yep. And I have my own business. It's not fair to me, or it's not fair to you, for me to treat, to pretend to treat you like you will be the one prior, the first priority when I know no, you. No, you're not. Dude, but that's, but that's And honest. most people aren't cool with that. No. And I'm not mad at that. If you're not cool with being the first part with with being a second, third, fourth, fifth priority. I think I would disagree. I think that they, I think they they appreciate the honesty because at they least do, yeah. because they know going into it, it's like okay, this brother's trying to get stuff done, and yeah. I'm okay with that because I think sometimes we don't give our women enough credit because they're trying to get stuff done as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, hey, listen, if if you're okay with not necessarily being the first priority. Yeah, we can probably chill on the weekends, and we can probably go out here, and yeah, we can go to First Fridays, and we can do this, we can do that, yeah. 
just know that if when I get home, it's go work out, go work on the website, maybe have some time to myself. Oh, wow. Like, possibly. Possibly. I may hit you up if I go to bed, but yeah. I'm, I'm not making any promises. Yeah. And what was her response? Like, yo, and she's like, that's really how you feel? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> that was it? Yeah, she like didn't know. She's like, are, she's like, are you really? Being? I'm like, yeah, I'm that honest. Like, let's not waste time. Right. Do you know how, like, that is the worst feeling when, like, you've led somebody on and it's like. Yeah, man. And it's like, no, I never wanted this, this, this. Even if, and this is the thing, too. I don't even have an issue with a, a strictly physical relationship. Do both parties know that it's strictly physical? Oh, that's true. Because if one party does and one party doesn't. That's a problem. That's a problem. Right. But you know what, though? I like, it's like, but you got to understand, like, what you're saying now is, dude, you're kind of basically cutting through all the tape and say, hey, look, this is what I have. This is what I yeah. am. Hey, you either can deal with it or you can't. But I'm not saying that I don't want to give it a shot. I mean, but you understand yeah. what you're getting. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. We need more of that. And that's why I've all So. Because yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I wasn't that guy even when I was younger. I was like, I was playing around like, yeah. hey. But there is so much strength in knowing that. Look, dude, if you just kind of just go, just be straight up with people. It's, I got tired of it. I it, got tired it's, of trying yes. to. Yes. Oh, man. Listen. And there's, and the thing is too, I'm, I tell my brothers and I tell people all the time, I'm okay with being that first guy and getting all the whatever. Right. That's fine. Like, I, I, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You should have seen, oh man, there's a lot of stuff that you should have seen when I, when I was the first person in the house to do it. Oh no. And then. <laughs> I can just I'm imagine. seeing other people are kind of doing it. I'm like, I'm not going to say nothing. Yeah. But there's a quote from the guy who found a tap out. And uh, he, he passed away in a car accident. And his quote, I can't find this. I got to reach out to the tap out team because I, I guarantee you they have it and they might answer. But he said, I don't want to be the person that touches a million people. I want to be the guy that touches the guy that touches a million people. Uh. And kind of realizing too, like even when I play sports, I'm pass first. Like, hey, if he's open, get on the ball. Right. I'm going to make it look good. Yeah. But I'm going to get on the ball, like yeah. have him score. And so that's kind of how I've always been. And that's why like, getting to what we were like talking, what we even got on this podcast about was like, Hey, how can we do a podcast? Right. Let's learn by doing. Learn Let's by straight doing. Straight up learn by doing because in that there, you were asking some questions like on the phone earlier today. I don't like editing my podcast because I want people to hear you. Yes. And I've heard that. And I, I literally have heard that from, you're not the only person to say that you were literally not the only person. To, and I, and, and I, and I think there is some originality. There is some, there's just some, what is that? The word that I'm looking for, there is just untouched on, un, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just original. Like, this Be is what it is. Because too many times we get to a point where we're very comfortable getting the sanitized version. Yes, I can see that. And no, let's do this in a very raw way. The whole idea behind Starving Artists was, listen, man. First of all, I literally wasn't eating that much when I started it. <laughs> I started playing rugby because I I was, I was going to school. Right. And I started playing rugby because my choice after I got paid with the GI Bill was, do I feed myself or do I feed my dog? And Lucy's this big. She's not going to And she's much. my favorite. Oh, She's wow. the greatest dog of all time. <laughs> and so it was always her. I always gave her food. Right. I'll figure something out. Yeah. Don't worry about that. 
And um, so I started playing rugby because my dad would take me out to dinner after practice. And so when I got really, really serious about Starving Artist, it was, listen, there's only, in this, it, it, it might be, it might be bad in the long run. Like, I don't really, I tell people all the time, I don't really care about money. That, that takes care of itself. I'm not in this to make money. That's, but that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm and with you. The reason why I say that is because the things that are expensive now are the things that I bought this mic with <laughs> my last $60 for the month. <laughs> That's what's up. I bought this Mac after I accidentally spilled water over my old one, and it cost me $1,000. That's about right. I had no idea where I was going to get the money. I bought it off some dude on eBay, and I took and I had my old hard drive, and I had extra RAM, and I was like, hey, look, I took it to Mac Media, and I said, listen, I know how to do this, but I'll void the warranty if I do. You guys won't. I need you guys to upgrade the hard drive and upgrade the, upgrade the RAM. Wow. And they did it? And they did it. This is a 2015, 2016 Mac, MacBook, and it runs like a 2021. Wow! Just because you put new you put new parts in the in the car, that's basically what I did. I just upgraded a bunch of stuff, and that's what. Dude, honestly, I was literally thinking about buying another one. Take it to Mac Media. Right around just the corner, Arrowhead. Yeah, yeah. Take it to Mac Media. Upgrade the parts. Okay. Hey, listen. That. I need you to upgrade the hard drive. I need you to do this. You some of the stuff like the uh, the problem I'm running into now is the operating system is going to be obsolete soon, so it's not going to get new security updates. So I will have to upgrade that uh, for security reasons soon. Yes. But they're saying that's not even going to launch until the end of 2022 at the earliest. Did you have plenty of time? I got plenty of time, and that was the thing is like, hey, listen, we're going to get the blue snowball for sixty bucks, and when it's like, well, how are we going to do this? And I'm like. Listen, when you look, my favorite genres of music, punk music. Oh, I really? Love punk, rock, love punk rock. I blame Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater wow. too for getting me a punk wow. rock. Wow, my dad's a big classic rock guy, so like I blame. So punk rock is just raw and it's visceral, and hip hop is the the black cousin of punk rock. Yes, and then Cam, I can see that. You know, it's it's the same thing. It's just like how do we capture all this raw energy? And so when I do my podcast, this isn't for everyone. When I do my podcast, the way that I do it, and even my videos, I do like things having polished. I do want things to look good. But there's there's that raw that people like. It's like what I said about Chani and her writing. It should make you uncomfortable. Yeah. The fact that, like, there's been times before where people are like, hey, can I curse on this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. And, like, the, I've, the, I've only edited one thing out. Really? Yeah. And, like, the whole time I've been doing like. Other than like bits and pieces, yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm like my friend's mom used to walk in all the time. Like she's a recurring character. She would walk in, <laughs> and she like ask him something, and then he'd speak Albanian to her, and she'd speak Albanian back, and it's recording. I'm like, oh jeez, I got it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I've only taken out one thing. I won't say what it is on air. That's okay. Um, it was we made a mistake. We got a little bit too comfortable, and um, ooh, yeah, it, it wasn't too too bad, but it was something where like ah, let's not. Yeah. Um, but I want it so when I record a podcast. I just do the most basic things. We got GarageBand, we hit record, and as far as getting it out there, I go through RSS.com. Yep. Because it's a nine dollars and ninety nine cents to get out there, no tax, which is cool. Wait, <laughs> RSS.com really? RSS.com, and the reason why I do RSS.com is because it all you need is the RSS feed. That's it. They don't give you that for free. Okay. I wish they did, but they don't, because I hate spending money to make money. 
That I do too. I, I hate know. spending money and make money. Absolutely hate it. They also have a couple like sponsorships that they integrate. Okay. So you can choose what you want. I'm going to start working on that in the new year. Um, so RSS.com is what I go through. It's $9 or $10 a month and it gives you an RSS feed. With that RSS feed, I take it to Apple and I take it to Spotify. Oh. I'm not really too concerned about Stitcher or Podbean. Um, Good pods anything. and all yeah, I'm yeah, not really yeah, too yeah, concerned yeah, yeah. about that because most people, you got Apple and Spotify. Spotify. Let's go to the big dogs first and then we'll worry about everything else later. Got it. My dad has this adage. He says, you put if you're going to fill a jar with rocks, you put the big, big rocks, rocks in, in first and, and the little rocks yep. on top. Cool. He said that to you too. Way too many times. <laughs> no, dude. My dad said that to me too. Oh, <laughs> your dad said that, yeah. And said it way too many times. Yeah, yeah. And then you realize they were right and you're like, I'll never tell them exactly. that, but they're right. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he'll never. Pride. Exactly. But, um, so, all right, cool. Let's take it there. Spotify will get back to you quick. Yeah, no. Spotify I, will get back you to you quick. Know. Yes. Apple's very strict on how they do things. Yes, I caught that. But that's why I use them is because they're not going to let anything slip through the cracks. Um, personally, even though I do curse on my pods, I do, we, we don't really typically get into like really like salacious or racy stuff. Sometimes it happens, but right. I don't label myself as explicit just because like there are explicit pods. No, there. there are. Yes. And, um, so I don't typically label myself as explicit because that's not really what they mean. Right. This isn't an album. Like, you know, we see that, like, little parental yes. It's not that. No. It's not because you dropped a couple of swear words. It's not. That's not the reason why. It's because they're talking about, like... Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. Different stuff. I'm with you. I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm um, other than that, I... The real thing that I really, really invested in, and it sounds it sounds crazy... Oh, no, you've seen my covers. Was the covers. Covers. Yep. The actual picture. Yes, yep. yes. That, dude, those two things... Who would get... That's the other thing I wanted to ask you about, but I wanted to ask you off. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. Made by Motel on Instagram. I saw this dude's work. Don't know how I found it. Motel. Yeah, his name is Motel. And uh, on Instagram, his name is Made by Motel. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to have to check him and, out. And um, he's a dude from Vancouver who does a lot of just cool art. He just does a lot of just like cool designs. And I reached out to him one day and I'm like, yo, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Um, what do you charge? Because my thing is that we always pay our artists. Uh, yes, I can do. Okay. We always pay our artists. Oh, right. Always, 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 always pay our artists. So I'm yes. like, what do you charge? And he, I think it was like a hundred or something. It might have been 200. It was a lot. What? It was like 200 per, per, um, per cover. Yeah. But I was like, listen, we're going to have the best looking one out there. Like if nothing else, we are going to have the best looking artwork how, out there how many iterations did you go through um it might have been like one or two really i put so much trust in my artists that unless i didn't communicate something properly then like i told him hey because my buddy's from albania and so if you look at the kickback it's albania and i think it's hawaii i think it's albania and hawaii and it's kind of merged together into one picture oh i you know what i didn't even see that i think it's albania and hawaii I think so. I'm like 90% sure it's Albany in Hawaii. And, um, yep, the first one. Oh. That one. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's Albany in Hawaii. Yeah, and we nice. got the VCR to cut it so it looks like it's like. It looks you know, like, yes. Did you put, did you come up with that? Or did we, you? It was, it was a joint thing. Because wow. he had like, he showed us the filters and he showed me the filters and stuff. 
And the only thing I had to tell him was like, hey, can we get the logo on there? And can you put Starving Artist Presents? Starving Artist Creative Form Presents. And he, everything else he kind of figured out. And I was like, he's like, hey, what, what filters do you want with this, with that? And I was like, perfect. And then the Blurred Lines one, the Japanese literally uh, literally translates into Black Otaku. And Otaku is like their word for like enthusiast or nerd. Oh, okay. And so it says Black Nerd in Japanese. <laughs> but the whole blurred comes from like in back like when Scrubs was a thing. Dude, Turkey, Scrubs is still a thing. I'm, Tur- I'm, I'm getting used to call himself a, a blur. It's blur. like, uh, like, and so that I just want to really spacey oh, design. Kinda, that is kind of, and tight. then the translation, smaller blurred lines, and so that was kind of a, just a joke about like, no, like, I these like are, that. this is you know what we think about different things in culture because yeah. you need that different perspective, and so that catches people's people's eyes, because when you say you have a podcast and you just show them like the podcast icon. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like the podcast, it's like the empty Bro, podcast. Bro, make me icon. feel bad. No, 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 no. You know that. You know what I'm talking I about. Do, like, I do. I do. It's that empty one because what's happening now. I went very, very maximus because I knew I was never changing it. Okay. I'm like, it's going to take like a full rebrand for me to want to change that because even my logo. When I went to a dude. That sucks. It doesn't. Here's here's why I don't think it does. Is because the minimalist design also works. It does, but it's a. It's. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like it, but it's. It's almost like I just took it from somebody. Like literally, like that's. Like that's not really original. Like when I was looking at like that artwork, this is what I want, but I couldn't verbalize that to the guy on Fiverr. You know what? <laughs> Shout out to Fiverr. Shout out to Fiverr for just getting for trying. Yeah, for real. Oh man. Um. Dude, I went through. Okay, so as you pull that up, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this quick Fiverr story. So I went through six iterations on five, and, and I told I said, dude, that's not what I'm looking at, man. I said, I said, are you? I asked him, I said, are you listening to what stuff I'm sending you, dude? He sent me some stuff, and I just couldn't see it. And then when I made the, I so I made the, I made the mistake by not showing it to people, right? So then I said, you know what? No, no hold on, let me go back. So I ended up sending out everything he sent me, and I told, and I told my family, I said, tell me which one of these you like the best. And they kind of told me, they told me, it was like, and I really didn't get a consensus because nobody really liked all of them. So I ended up going with that on Canva. Shout out to Canva. Shout out to hey, Canva. Will, Canva will get you a lot. Canva will get you really far. I got some designs on Canva that I got just kind of cooking right now. This is another dude who does a lot of graphic design. This is Starve Marv. Starve Marv. Yeah. Um, and he does, he does, he, I He's really interesting. I haven't talked to him in a while. I've been meaning to get back to him because he's got some stuff, some really crazy stuff that he's working on, but he does like full designs for people. So he's got like a full company, like branding and he, so like, that's another dude that I'm considering like, okay, okay. what do I want you to do? Cause he just does so much with like, that's something that he did. That's actually kind of so tight. He's got logo design and stuff like that, that I'm like, all right, cool. So Star Marv is another dude that I, I discovered him after I got my branding. Okay. But even like the Starving Artist logo, which I'm not sure if you've seen. I have. Is it the S over top of the A? The S and the A. I designed that in high school. I just drew oh, did it one you? day. And I just drew it one day and I was like, that's cold. And what actually inspired me, and hip hop nerds, you guys are going to love this one, but it's a uh, Old Living Legends album cover. And it's, no, it's not. Yeah, it's that's what inspired me. Is Wait, hold on. You know Living Legends? Dude, I've heard of Living Legends. Okay. Oh, what's it called? Is it classic? Is that I think I think the album's called Classic. And um I'll show you the picture right now. 
but it's all of them in baseball jerseys. Mm, what? Wait, what year was that? That was wait. What album was that? This is a classic. Oh, is it? Bro, that's kind of tight. And so I thought about it, and I was like, okay, the Cubs are never changing their logo. Oh, never. The Yankees are never. I mean, they've sharpened it here and there, but like, the Yankees are never changing their logo. Nope. Them. What's a logo that I'm never ever gonna have to touch again? And I was like, something old school baseball. Oh, that's what. Actually, that is actually that's pretty, dude. How did wait? Man, you were you talk about taking to the depths of your mentality, man. Like honestly, when you start talking about that, I'm like, that is actually true. Like if you want to build something and you want it to have like that, that thing that's never gonna change, the logo has to be something yeah. vintage, classic. When and, was the last time Nike changed your logo? Uh, bro, they have never. I don't. Maybe they threw the Nike no, 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 like I, word mark on it, and that's it. Like, that's it. Well, that's yeah, all, and they've messed and with, they've they been messed with like, the font. That's, that's about it. Yeah, done. Yeah, you need something that's recognizable right away. Like it's even on like the back of my computer. I saw it. Like it, it, you see it, and it's like instantly, like you notice that, like, hey, that's different. That's different. You know, and you, th- so that branding was really, really important to me because I never wanted to change it again. Honestly, when I first saw the essay, I don't know why I thought Sons of Anarchy for a hot minute. But I just like, because I don't know why I thought that, dude. I was like, the S. I watched that show. Mm. What'd you think? They used, uh, rewatching it, they used the N word way more than I remember. Also, <laughs> why'd they go to Ireland? <laughs> Bro, I never did understand that episode. That season? I, I never understood. Why? Like, <laughs> why said, did. Like, just say you want to hang out in Ireland. I, like, I never <laughs> understood that, like, like we're going to get on a plane and we're going to take all our motor. We're going to. I'm like, that did. It took a turn and I just kind of. I like the show, but I just I just didn't understand how Ireland. Exists. I like like crime stuff and heist stuff. Yeah. it's really fun to me. Like the, like it, it's just a good time. Like, but that stuff like, was all political. But at, like, at a certain point, I was like, hey, what's really going on? Well, yeah, like what do you mean they're fighting the IRA? Oh, they're with the IRA. All right. Well, some of that made sense because they're like, oh, like having a, a branch in Belfast because they're like, oh, we serve this guy in Vietnam. I'm like, that's all the story I needed for that one. <laughs> like. <laughs> You could have led with that, right? Like, yeah, and like, it's almost three episodes deep into that whole season. But so, like, the branding was something where I like, and I just put it out there. But I was like, hey, who wants to do a logo? And some dude in like, uh, is he Ukrainian? He might be Ukrainian. Some dude was like, hey, I'm like, hey, this is what I want to do. Can you adapt it? How long did you guys have? How long? How long did you meet with him to tell him exactly what you were looking for? I showed him the picture. And I explained like, hey, can you move the star? Like, I want the star to be in the in the negative space. Of okay. The and like just little twat like tweaks like that, and he was like, "Oh, okay, I see it." Like honestly, if you want to know, like what I always pictured for my logo is I always pictured the microphone, and I always, for some reason, pictured the letters, the initials making up the microphone. Like it's kind oh of, yeah yeah, no, yeah. I'm with that. Okay. you know what I'm saying like something that's but not like the microphone that you normally see like something that's kind of really not necessarily graphic artist artisty kind of like more cartoonish. But something that's kind of got that edge look to it, but it's sharp. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's clean. Does that make sense? But that's the most important thing about logo is if it's going to be timeless, it's got to be clean. It's, it's got to be clean. It can't be like you can, you can kind of get away bits and pieces here and there with like different things that you take off later or different things that you add. But like it's got to be something that you, because my thing that I had to learn was like, am I going to dislike this in five years? In five years. Right. Am I gonna think this is the coolest thing ever, and then in five years be like, oh, that's not great. Let me ask you this. So I'm 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 setting myself up. I kind of know the answer, but I want to 
do you think it's bad to create something when you know you're going to change it? Because I'm just asking what you think about that. Especially if you're trying to get something started and you have the firing, like, look, I've got to put this together. I don't have, you know, I'm going to put it out there. Oh, no. In that context, no, absolutely not. No. Okay. You get it out. You get it out there first. Get it out there first. Get it out there first. Um, My original website, actually, Starving Artist was, was going to be something completely different. What? And it was going to be like a, like a, almost like a hosting service for people I knew. And my blog was The Phoenix. It was called The Phoenix because okay. it was culture rising. Right. And I talked about everything on there. And at a certain point, I realized, well, I'm like, hold on. Starving Artists, is, the whole domain is just collecting dust. Yeah. I'm never touching it because I haven't been able to network with the right people. Right. And The Phoenix, I'm updating all the time. But The Phoenix isn't the brand that I want to push. It's Starving Artists. Right. So why don't I take the blog and put it on Starving Star Artists, let The Phoenix go. And, and did. yeah, and I'm like, let's let that go. Let's put the blog on Starving Artists. Let's restructure that. That restructuring took like a month. Really? Because I, if I worked full time on it, it would have taken a week. Okay. I worked. It took so long to get the blog over there and to get this situated just right. To and are you? This. And this? And is it a one man show yeah. when you were doing? Still is. That's what's up, man. Still is. And the thing is, I don't like to focus on that because. Uh, then you know what? My bad for bringing it up. No, 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 no. I am. I'm, I'm I don't. I don't like to tell people I, that whole self-made thing. I'm like, no. It might be a cool shirt. I've actually thought of it as a shirt, like the S from the Starving Artist, <laughs> being that, and then ELF, and then M, and then the A. I'm like, yo, that might actually that look actually might work. I'm like, hey, that might look kind of hard. I gotta think about that one. Like, I gotta draw this one out because that one, we might be on something there. Actually, that might be. Yeah, that might be kind of tight. But that's why I call it a form, is because. The idea behind it is a form of ideas. It is. Because the, 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 the final goal of Starving Artist, what I want to be able to do, is I've considered the branches that I've considered the most. Actually, if I really, really want to get really far, don't think I've really said this publicly. If I want to take it as far as it goes, the dream I have is a branch in Phoenix, a branch in Honolulu, possibly a branch in Los Angeles, but I haven't decided that yet. You might if you're gonna do Los Angeles, you might as well take the Phoenix office and put it in LA. That's what, and I don't want to do that. I want, I don't want to work with the the hugest. I want to do the underdogs. I think there's something to that. I think so, there's something to that. I I'm like okay, even though I love LA and it is perfect between, it makes more sense to either do one or the other to me. To me, um, that's but those are the ones that I want to have, and what I my, my dream is is you're working on a movie, and you need actors. Let me, hey, look in the app and find you some actors that are also part of this network because these actors uh, have been posting audition videos and they need someone. Dude, that's that's kind of been, that's what I, you are literally talking about what I'm trying to put together with the up mouth. Yeah, like that's what I want to do is something big like that and then taking it a step further. Like this is way down, this is like, way way down the line this is like when I'm in like my 50s what I really really want to do is license out the starving artist name for for business owners who want to have those places who want to have the studios because all it would be is a co-worker co-worker yeah that's all it is yeah they just borrow it's like right it's like a a co-working studio on an app yeah and so okay cool and all you'd have to do but you would do it for five years and it's a rent to own policy 
for a business. So you have this franchise. You're starving artists for five years. If you can maintain sales and everything for five years, we take all the starving artist stuff back. And that's your business. Oh, wow. That's your land. That's your venue. That's Those the, are your connections. That's all that is yours. Yeah. And we, but you can't, you're no longer starving artists. You're an affiliate. <laughs> but you're no longer starving, starving artists, artists just because this is your turn now. Yeah. We gave you five years of business to build. Now you have and to And now think. it's your turn. Now you take it. Now, and because that's my biggest issue with like franchisees and locally owned businesses. If you own the local Papa John's, are you really a, a small, a local business? You're not because you're just basically you're piggybacking off of something that's already made because right. you're never going to own it. You're just but gonna... if you go to Mike's Pizza. Yeah, that belongs to Mike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, you know, you you, know, know. You, you went and saw, you know, hey, who, who's is this? Oh, I went to Big Vito's Pizza. And it's like, who owns that? Oh, Big, Big Vito. Vito. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Well, actually, now it's Little Vito. Like, right. you know, now Little Vito owns it. And that's the thing that I, you know, and if I, that's the one thing that... Because my brother was talking to me, he's like, well, if you have kids, like, would you pass it on them? I'm like, ideally, yeah. And he's like, well, what if they want to, like, take it public? I'm like, I hope that I instill enough in my kids that they don't. You know what? This, okay, do you, you, you were talking earlier, you said, what was the comment, what was the quote you said about the universe? Like, do you, like, putting... It tells you, you it tells everyone what they need to know, just in different... In different ways. Different languages. So I had this talk yesterday with my boys and they were like, they really, they really say, Hey, look, you need to think bigger because you know, I told you my, my, my previous, my previous deal with another guy. And I said, dude, he just, he, I, it didn't work out, but they said, but they're saying like, dude, you're thinking too small. You should probably produce that guy. You should probably, he wants to talk. He's got mm-hmm. something to offer. Yeah. You should probably think of another venue because they're like, man, you got to think bigger. And when I'm hearing you speak grown <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just thinking to myself, Brevin, like, like, bro, like, you were already thinking on those levels, and you're yeah. thinking about some of the stuff that I've thought about. I just literally didn't know how do you connect some of these dots, like the stuff you're talking about with the movies, bro. I have been thinking about getting into the entertainment industry, and I just like, how do you close that gap? Where's the connection? Like, how do you? Did I tell you how the whole why why I stayed so focused on like local stuff? Nah, friend of mine from high school. Um, I've mentioned her before. Shout out Amy. She's she's great. Um, I reconnected with her somehow. But um, we I was in high school with her. I knew of her. We were friends of friends. Gotcha. She was cool. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. she was cool. Never had beef with her or anything like that. Right. Somehow I tricked those people and it led me into National <laughs> Honor Society. Apparently I was a good student at one point. <laughs> tricked those people when they said Raven Carlson and like my friends looked at me like yo and I like I was like word oh all right I'll cool. take it. And so she was in that, and um, and we knew I, I knew her, and I went joined the army, came back. Don't know how I, I might have seen her just walking around. Yeah, I was like Amy because I'm really good with faces. It freaks people out. <laughs> I remember people. <laughs> I my my mind is so messed up because like I'll forget like something that's like really important that I have to do, but then I'll just be like, Hey, did you know that Michael Jordan's agent was the executive producer on Space Jam? Yeah, wild, right? <laughs> It's just, Wait what? Yeah, yeah. seriously. It's, yeah, <laughs> or I remember like a random Bow Wow song. From, like, oh 03. my goodness! And I'm like, yo, do you guys remember like XL Tall Tees? How they used to sell like brown ones at Foot Locker? And people were like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I don't know, man. My mind's crazy. Hey, I, I just that's funny. I'm just along for the ride sometimes. That dude. <laughs> XL Tees. I ran into her and I was like, yo, what are you up to? And she goes, like, oh man, I went to USC. I'm like, hey, ooh. what are you going to USC for? And she's like, oh, I'm making movies. Like, or I'm a screenwriter. 
What? And I was like, wait, what? She and because my brother wants wait, to wait. be a screenwriter. USC Southern Cal. Yeah. And I, and I was like, yo, so how long are you here? She's like, oh, I live here. Or I, I'm, I'm just visiting. I'm in L.A. Oh, we're good, we're good. You good? Okay. And she's like, oh, I'm just visiting. I live in L.A. And I was like, wait, hold on. Do you want to live in L.A.? Like, I'd, I'd love to live in L.A. It's There's so much energy there all the time. And she's like, I'd rather come back home. But yeah, I'm like, why don't you? And she's like, because you can't. And I was like, you can make scripts anywhere, right? Like, you know, like, yeah. I have, like, the Law and Order guy lives in, like, D.C. And she's like, right, that's because he made Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, that's true. And um, as I was watching the Game Awards today, I got really emotional. And I could not figure out why. And it, it finally hit me why I love music and video games so much. You can literally make those anywhere. You can. You can't make a movie like that anywhere. You still have to go through big studios. And yes. This and this. Like Even for independent filmmakers, you still have to go through big studios. Yes. You make music, you can release it on Spotify or Datpiff. Or shot to death, <laughs> but you can release it on on all these different areas. Right. And if you make video games, it's the same. You can just drop it on Steam. Hey guys, I made this cool game. Oh, like wow. they literally had an award today for best independent game. And who won that? Um, this really beautiful looking game called uh, Bridge of Spirits. It looks incredible. Is I don't it, know how like six guys made that game. Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, it's like kind of Bridge Bridge of Spirits. I'm like, yo. Okay, what's it play like? This. I, I haven't played it yet. I didn't know anything about it. It oh. looks like it's... Uh, oh, I don't want to... Oh, what's it look like? Almost like Zelda. Oh, okay. Like old school Zelda game. It looks like that. Like it's true old school Zelda? Better. With the black? No, no, no. Like, uh, like N64. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 64 bit. But like the fact that you guys can like... Can do it anywhere. And I was like... Listen, I love LA. I love the cities like that. But... Stay home. Win at home. And so my thing was like... Because back home in Hawaii, people would be like... They would say all the time, like, oh, I got to get off the rock. I got to leave. I got to do this. I got to do that. Right. And, like, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can still do the work. The work's going to be. Right. The work can be anywhere, like you said. Why transplant yourself to somewhere else to, right. to do because the work? Because here's what people get caught up when they move to L.A., when they move to Chicago, when they move to New York. <laughs> you have to. I, I, I use, know you. I use Kendrick Lamar as an example. <laughs> I know you're about to say. You move to L.A. Yeah. Cool. You want to be a rapper. Cool. Who? You got. You don't just have to beat. You have to beat out Kendrick Lamar. Oh my goodness. Absol. Dude, you got a lot of dudes. Schoolboy Q. Trouble. And, and you gotta beat out a. Ton the game is still there too. Game. You have to beat out every young dude that they got. Oh my goodness. And every rapper who moved from somewhere else. Yeah, and you've got to be on point just to get your name to a place where people are like, "I'll give you a look." Mm. Kendrick Lamar, and how are you going to be? Kendrick Lamar was a kid in one of Tupac's videos. Okay, bro, you got to be. Kidding. How are you going Wait, to beat that you, sort of connection? Are you serious? Yeah, that, he's you, a little kid in one of the videos. Like that's how Dr. Dre knew, like maybe his dad or something. Oh wow! How are you going to beat that? Dude, or like he, there was some sort of connection. Like he's not true, necessarily dad. like it wasn't necessarily like that was his only way in. But, like, take Drake, for example, which Drake, I'm not a fan of his, but he's a talented musician in his own right. His granddad was in uh, Hair, or uh, Grand Funk Railroad. What? Wait. Or no, I'm sorry, his uncle. His uncle was the guitarist in, I think it's Grand Funk Railroad. What, in Hair the Musical? No, no, no. There was a funk band in the 70s. What? Drake's dad is, like, a blues musician. Oh, my goodness. So, like, how do you beat that? Kanye was making beats for uh, 
like in like 2002. Was he? Yeah, for like certain people. Like when you look back, and it's like you aren't going. Oh to... wow, that. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. So Larry Graham. Um. Okay. Cool. Larry Graham is a who's Drake's uncle. Is an American bassist and singer. Oh yeah, here's the song. Both with uh, oh, here's the song. Both with Sly and the Family Stone and Grand Central Station. Ooh, wow, that's Drake's uncle. You can't beat those ties. No, you can't. You can't. So why even try, dude? No, like you, the you Beastie can't. Boys have a song called uh, "Don't Play No Game That I Can't Win." Yo, if you can't win the game, don't play it. Don't yeah, even go to LA. Play. Stay home. The whole point is. You play the game because you know you can win. Yeah, stay home, man. That's what we're going to do. We got to stay home. And so that that was the whole idea was like, hey, man, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. We're going to do this in Arizona. We're going to do this in Hawaii. I have a lot of issues with Arizona. Bro, you're not the only one. <laughs> I got a lot of issues with Arizona, but there's something here that hasn't happened yet. There's a lot here that hasn't happened Like, yet. if you go to certain places, go to First Fridays. On downtown, every First Friday of the month, there's an art walk down Roosevelt Avenue. Okay. Dude, I haven't been to First Fridays in a minute. Walk that street and feel the energy. Okay. Don't even don't even look, just feel the energy. Okay. It's like it's bubbling under the surface. It's just waiting for one thing to break it. You know, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. When we when you bring that up, you know, I it's hard to see that this place that we live in, right, is lacking the culture or like just pieces of it like you can see parts of it if you go downtown like you can catch a glimpse like someone spray painted a wall or whatever but phoenix doesn't have that ingrained rich i'll put it to you like this did you know that the warriors and the Suns have or not the Warriors, the cardinals and the Suns have the best record in their in their respective leagues yes they did yes i didn't know that did you know that from the radio no i knew that because i've been watching the game right yeah can you you're from north carolina can you imagine if the Panthers <laughs> and the Hornets were the best in their in their leagues? Can you imagine? Imagine, imagine Duke, just a Duke game, right? Imagine how many people. Do you think Duke would sell out more than the Suns? I would tell you. Let me put. I'll put it to you like this: If the if Duke was again located here, right, they would sell out even if they lost three years in a row. Because why? Because it's Duke, right? We don't have that. Everything in Arizona is so fair weather. Like, honestly, all these people that are hot now for the Cardinals and the Suns, wait till they start losing. I was downtown when, when I was watching game three of the of the finals. And the Suns were up 2-0. And all they were, oh, Suns are 4, Suns are 4. <laughs> Bro. And they got whapped in game three. Okay. They were walking out in the third quarter. In the third the quarter. Bars. I know they were. And I was like... This is that a, is that's not a Suns fan. Like guys, if this were Chicago, you'd be there the entire, entire time. time. You not only would you be there, they, it doesn't matter. I think any other place, they would have been like, "Hey man, where are you going? The game's not over yet." Like literally, like we're still in. You know what I'm the saying? The only reason why you don't see stadiums in LA filled up during the season is because it's springtime in Los Angeles, and they're not going to sit inside an arena. <laughs> Wait till the playoffs come around. Oh, the playoffs! Yeah, it's going to be busy. It is going to be packed. Bro, I can tell you this. If the Cardinals, everybody's going to be out for the Cardinals, but I can tell you if they don't make it past, if they get st- if they get stomped out in the playoffs, people are going to walk out of that game. Yep. For people, sure. People are going to walk out. And what makes you want to stay here? 
And if you're Kyler Murray, what makes you want to stay? Nothing. Well, actually, if I'm Kyler Murray, the only thing that's keeping me here is the money. NFL contracts are crazy. Exactly. But I can get the money on another team. Yeah, but that's what, and that, that's the thing that gets me the most by Arizona. It's like, like, guys, do you know what we have to offer here? Beautiful weather year-round. That's it. Like, if you if you if I'm a free agent, seriously, if I'm a free agent, and I'm like, okay, I can play for the LA second team, whoever that is, hmm. in any sport, right? Play for the LA second team, or you play for Arizona. I would probably. I'm I would, going with the Clippers. I'm going with yeah, bro. I would I'm going go to the Chargers. I would tell you this. I love Arizona for retirement, though. I mean, it's quiet. It's you know. Mike Tyson lives here. I know he does. Yeah, Mike. And you don't really hear from him very much, except yeah. when he's arguing with Jake Paul how he won't come on his podcast, or and arguing with how some guy won't come on his podcast. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I mean, but that's but ultimately, you know, the one thing. Okay, let me ask you this: When you're in Chicago, how, how often do you go back? I haven't. I'm. I haven't been to Chicago in years, but I'm in LA a lot. All right. Just the fact that when you get off the plane and you're walking through the airport, you can feel the difference. Mm-hmm. When you're in the when you get off the plane and you're in Phoenix. All you feel is the heat. And it's, again... Oh, when I fly back back home to Hawaii? Yeah. Different. Dude, this is a, almost a soulless state um, sometimes. I feel like that because of the fact that, one... Did you know there's only two... There are two black communities here? The only one I know is around Pilgrim Rest. Pilgrim the Rest. Uh, no, actually, one's in Buckeye and one's in Miracle. Oh, God, jeez. Yeah, like... Those are so far out? Dude, it's like, literally, no. Like, one of them is actually called Mobile, Arizona. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, I mean... The fact that we don't know that is very... It, bro, I just found out about a month ago. I was like, my parents told me that there were two black communities that were built here when people left Alabama back in the day, and they built. They basically named it Mobile, Arizona. That's... The... <laughs> Niggas is boring. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. We kind of got... I had no idea. You didn't? No, I didn't know that like, it was... I've never... I've... The fact that we... I got friends who live in Maricopa. Bro, I just... I've never heard that. Honestly, and and so those are things... Like, dude, my dad told me, like, he goes... He went out there, and it's not very big, but he said, dude, the fact that it's there, and it's and nobody knows about it, that's a problem. That's the culture that's... Or it's missing. probably pretty good, actually. Huh? Or it's actually really good. Oh, could be, I guess. My, my, my yeah, it might actually be pretty You might be like, hey, man, listen, keep it on low. <laughs> and then... <laughs> like, you might, keep it on the low. be like, hey, listen... I just found out about the AZ informant is like a black yeah it's black on the paper yeah you didn't know that not until I heard about the black rodeo that was here wait when was the black rodeo here called Muska <laughs> bro did you go uh no 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 we oh, didn't okay. go to that one um what happened I think tickets got sold out oh by the time we heard about it it was like two days before so tickets were sold out dude, dude, dude all right so I've gone on this journey with the whole black. Did you know thing. that black cowboys were around before white cowboys? Yes. Do you know why they called? Do you know where the word cowboy came from? It, I'm I'm pretty sure it was a derogatory term. It was a very derogatory term, and it came from when they were telling the black slaves to go get. They were like, "Hey, boy, go get the cows," and that's kind of how it started. Because if you're white, you're a cowhand. Exactly. Something like that, but you definitely weren't a cow. I have boy. a move. So go I get have, that cow, boy. I have a list of movies that I want to make in my head. And some of them are like real stories. Um, some of them are like music nerd. Some of them are like fighting nerd, like MMA nerd. One of the stories I want to tell is kind of a, not a silly Western, but like I want to tell a Western about a escape slave, not escape slave, but a free slave. Um, 
an Irishman, and a Chinese um, Chinese worker. Immigrant. Yeah, Chinese yeah. immigrant in California. Oh, to, during the gold rush. Who have to stop a Confederate plot to rebuild <laughs> the, the Confederacy. And I want it to just be like a straight up action, like, hey, who do we want in this? Like, who's the coolest black guy that's available? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is Idris out there? No. All right. Is the Keith out there? No. All right. Who else we got? Denzel? Cool. Pick him up. Like, who's the coolest black guy? Like, who's the coolest Chinese dude? Who's the coolest Irish dude out there? Oh, man. Get those guys. Oh, just man. because, like, and people don't know that story, those happened. Honestly, that's John a- Henry was like, like, it doesn't, like, that was based on somebody. It was, but it, all right, you know what? I don't know the true. I don't know the, the 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 details behind John Henry. But to me, when you when I, but when you think about that story, that's like every slave story mm-hmm. building the tracks. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily know what the blue ox stands for, but it is what it finding is. a machine that does it better. better. That's the only Whitney's Cotton Gin. The Cotton Gin, yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, but the thing, and this is taking it. Actually, this is a perfect kind of you know bow on everything. The reason why I stay so focused on the podcast and stay so focused on YouTube, a guy I follow, I talked about this last week too, who's from North Carolina actually, Justin C. Hunt. He is a hip hop writer and uh, he's from North Carolina. I think he went to an HBCU or his parents did, one of the two. Uh, I think he went to North Carolina A&T or his parents did. Oh, wow. Or his parents did. I don't I don't remember. And I. My parents put North. My mom and dad started at North Carolina A&T. Cool. Okay, so I think it was his parents because I think he went somewhere else. But he's a big Duke fan. That's really my only issue with him is because uh, when you're a Bulls fan, you're automatically North Carolina fan. <laughs> not necessarily. Yes, you. Well, I'm not yet. I would. Yes, they. I would, I would definitely say they kind of go hand in. You are like, a Carolina it's fan. Like, you like you like Illinois. You're like, hey, Illinois. And well, then you I also actually, North Carolina. I would say it's the other way around. Actually, I was a Carolina fan. I kind of became a Bulls fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when the Charlotte showed up, and then when the Hornets showed up, everybody was like, eh. Eh. But the thing that he talked about was like, black people have always used music. Black always. People in, uh, uh, like tech and music. So like, black people, it was the pop record. Like, they, their pop was because they wanted to get jazz onto a three minute, like, like into a three minute song. That's where pop came from. You look at hip hop, and it started out by them taking drum machines which nobody was really using at the time outside of, like, techno guys, which right. all black people also started techno in Detroit. I thought it was... Some, I did not, yeah. I thought it was, like, German guys out in... Like, I thought so, too. I did, I like, did nope, not... some black guys in Detroit. Actually, I learned that, yes, it was... A and problem. when you look at, like, the whole reason why, like, crunk became a thing and why all those dances became a thing in the 2000s was because black people had cell phones. And it was the ringtone rap. Yep. And then it was the mixtape era with streaming. And Lil Wayne used to just drop music all the time on streaming. Oh my goodness. With with that piff. And then it was, you know, you just keep looking and it's like TikTok now. You put a song on TikTok, you put a dance with it. All of a sudden it starts going up. You're out of, coming out of nowhere. That's how Lil Nas X <laughs> even started his whole thing. And he's like, where? And he's like, every time someone votes for it. And this is why I like, love it because... He brings it back to like political things, like yes. larger, big, bigger picture things. He goes, every time somebody threatens net neutrality, every time someone attacks um, different platforms and what you can use them for, yes. is an attack on black people. It is. And so with me, the reason why I got into podcasting, hey, I love Mr. Sunday Movies, and I love Stephen Larson, and I love all these different creators, but why don't we see more black people? 
And at first I thought, oh, it's because no black people do this. That's no, not that's true. true. That's not true. Shout out to Jobber Tears if you listen to wrestling. If you watch wrestling, that's a wrestling podcast. Shout out to Jesus and Mero if you like comedy. It's a comedy podcast with two black guys. And it, we can talk about Afro-Latino yes. and one of the guys is Dominican. Okay. But like, yes. Listen, you're black dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's listen, get real. Listen, like, hey, come on. There are slaves in Dominican. Yeah. You're black dog. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. You're straight. You just speak Spanish. You just speak Spanish. That's right. You know, you know, but there are these other options. And it's like. So how can we, and this kind of, this is why I'm so focused on tech is like, how can I, I use tech to affect people at the local level? Because what black people forgot kind of is that like, did we forget or did we just not have access? A little bit of forgetting okay. because what people forget, we've been taught about Martin Luther King. No, man. Yes. Yeah. Listen, great person. I'm not even about to argue that on a podcast. I'm never, ever going to say anything bad about that. But he didn't start national. He started Local. in his neighborhood in Atlanta. He did. Which spread to Atlanta, which spread to Georgia. Actually, if you go back a step, it actually started when he changed his name from Michael to Martin Luther. Really? Yes. His I didn't real, know that. Yeah, his real name was Michael. His real his real name was Michael King. So where's the junior come from? Was that his dad's it, name? Uh, I think that I think that's just where I think that might have come from. I can't remember the complete story, but he did it. And it's kind of like how the popes, how they go for their names. He yeah. did that with the Orthodox. Uh, I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was he changed his name to Martin Luther after some after Martin Luther, Luther. Yeah. yeah, after the religious figure, yeah. But you, you look and it's like no, he came up locally, and then he went national. Yes. And then in the modern context, it was Nipsey Hussle. It was Crenshaw Slauson. Then it was Slauson. Yes. Or actually, the neighborhood would be Crenshaw. Then it was Crenshaw. Then it was L.A. Then it was California. Then and, and so that's the thing is like if we're gonna do this, let's use tech to own it locally. There you go. Because no matter what you believe, whatever your politics are, you vote local. Let's be real. Outside of some cultural changes and how people treat people, has the presidency really changed you that much? It um it really it it, it hasn't from well it has from the standpoint that being married and having kids like just surface like stuff that you can't really see but it's there right yeah <laughs> you know what I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this real, before I finish that you know I got in trouble for grinding people out I just wanted to kind of put that out there we can just you know this is a, if we stopped right now it, it would still only be my third longest podcast <laughs> <laughs> my longest is three hours and twelve minutes I saw it the other day, and I was like, no, actually, I think it's 327 is my longest. 327 is your longest? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I Pretty much this exact situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know. We probably should have done this early. uh, (laughs) Like, 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey. So, hey, let me ask you. So, when can we do this again? Let me know. Bro. Let me know. I got some people I'm scheduling out, but um, I'm more than ready for a part two. We can get in a little bit more into like the actual like okay what do we do as far as like you know, I think we should I think we should I think we and I think uh, yeah let's do that I, and then you know I, what? let me I got one other person who wanted to do a podcast who wanted to like test it out first that would be a, actually a good group discussion I think it would be cool I'd be down for that I would definitely be down for that she happened she works with me and she just came up she found out I had a podcast and was like I want to do it so bad so like yeah I'll reach out all right let's do it cool. and then I'll, and then what I'll do is for part three. I will I will invite my father in law 
so we can have the church conversation. Yeah, I gotta find who I. There's I'm, like he, two people who know what I went through. Okay. I don't because I haven't. I don't think I've. Told I think you should. I'm like story. listening to that. I think you should. I think you should have the. I think we should have a two part church conversation. I think we should have a part where we talk that about church what we conversation. Is going, that's that's. But that's I would. T- that's I my will, the last dance. Yes, I will be. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like. I will never tell you, and my father-in-law will never tell you how we feel about something. So, like, when we have that conversation, it will be 100%, okay, well, let's, let's look what the Bible says. And then I think I think that'll be a good jumping yeah. out point for you. I think it would be. Plus, you can ask all the questions you want, man. Like, honestly, he's that, like, that right there, that is, I'm seriously just trying to find, like, the right people who are going to ask the right questions and, like, that that might have to be like a two three four three. Hey, part of like it, hey, one. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be We can do it however you want, but I can tell you, yeah, that one's gonna be a monster. That hey, hey that, <laughs> because he already wants to do this. Oh, that's perfect. He wants to do this, and we've been trying to, and I've been trying to help him set up a couple things here and there. But he wants to do this. Because if I told my whole story about like where I was and how it got to, there's a lot that it goes into, and there's a lot of things I'm like. I have to figure out the proper way to say them because okay. if I say it the wrong way, it might result in like certain things not. Yeah, there's it might a be lot. okay. Being something misconstrued, I got you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. One thing in particular that jumps out. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. All right, all right. One thousand percent. Hey, so and you are always welcome here. Cool. No matter what, dude, you are always welcome here. Because yeah, honestly, at some point in time, you know, if you want to work out, dude, there, I have the garage here too. So. Awesome. <laughs> so you're like, hey, Charles, you want to record? Be like, yeah, let's do it. And then want to work out? And be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Cool, but man. 240, that's a good time. That's that, a is good a good, time. that is yeah. a great time, a bro. Time. That is a great time. That is, honestly, and I know the recording was really, dude, that's, I think I need to invest in one of these. Or yeah. I need to get a, or I need to get an arm because honestly, I've been thinking about buying the arm just so I can hang it over. Get one of these first. Get one of the blue. Get the option, get the cheaper option first because you're always going to be able to upgrade. If you up, if you get the best of everything and it doesn't work, now you have to figure out all these different things. I got you. Build up. That's always been my thing. Like, build up. Let, if let you got to record off your phone, record off your phone. So, so I haven't really... T- are we recording? Are we still re- Yeah, you know, let's yeah, keep it real. So, you talked about building up the business, right? Mm-hmm. So, I actually create... I actually started doing that because I am thinking like you. I just haven't been able to verbalize. You got enough room? Yeah, yeah, no, my keys almost fell out of my pocket. I was like, I like, I everything that you're saying, or is everything that I've thought about. I just haven't been able to just get it out, mm-hmm. right? So I have the entertain. I've created a media company, and I want to. Awesome. I just don't know how to. I want to, I want that to jump off. So I have three. So media company, which this falls under that, and then I have the podcast deal, which you know I just want to be able to branch it out because I told myself I don't want to limit myself just to the mm-hmm. podcast. I just need to know how I'm trying to figure out on your level. Got to think bigger. I put every, the thing that helped me the most was simplifying and getting everything under one roof. Yes. So if you go to my website right now, starving artist has a podcast section. Oh, does it? So you can go in podcast is right there. I need to create the website. Um, I'll do a website. Dude, have, I, you, have you seen my website yet? I have not. Uh, I'm going to have to check that. I can't. All right. We'll check it out. Yeah, if you go on my website right now, it what's the what's the website? Just so starving artist Starving Check it out. Check it out. Let me, let me pull this up. Because if if I did everything right on it, which I, I hope so, it took like eight hours to redo the other day. So, 
Creating artist, creative. Yeah. Creative or yep. creating? Creative.com. Oh, there. Is it come up? Creative.com. Sometimes, you know, spelling. Small keyboards. Nice. Yeah. That's her. That's her. That's her? That's your girl? Yeah, that's yeah, that's her story. That's the main Is that one. it right there? Yeah. Shawnee? Yeah, no, she's a killer too. And <laughs> then all that is stuff that I wrote at one point. Nice. And then, and then like, you have the... Sh- Where's the podcast the one at? Should be an audio. Ah, look at that. Music. Oh, let me check out the music section. The music right now is just music creation. Um, that's actually going to change soon. One of the guys, uh, Nate Nix, he is a rapper I found in uh, Boston. Oh really? I just met him on uh, just met him on like Twitter. Like he, I just found his music and I was like, "Yo, you do cool stuff. You want to write?" He's like, "Write for who?" I'm like me. He's like, "All right, cool." <laughs> like that was seriously how that went. Dude, I like. And so tell me the tell me the tell me the tell me the depth tell me the meaning behind using the e for the blurred lines. Um, it was just that I don't know why, but it's just always been like the the blurred was just like that's was the accepted black nerd. And yeah, so I was like. Yeah. All right, and I'm like, okay, well, blurred. Like, what can I do with that? What can I do with that? And I, I love. I was writing, you know, verses for a while. Like, I always loved wordplay. Like, that's why I love hip hop is just because I love the wordplay that. And so I was like, okay, well, blurred lines. I'm like, okay, but like, why? Because we gotta have the duality. And it's like, well, blurring the lines of what? And it's like, well, of nerd culture and of black culture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, uh- like, so where are we going with that? Like, okay, and. How are we working this? And, and the thing that's cool is that on top of that, the person who I who I who I do stuff with, actually, we're gonna have a blurred lines tomorrow. Or yeah, we're oh really? Tomorrow, yeah, we're recording that tomorrow. Live? Um, uh, no, it won't be live. It won't be live. I'll kick it up probably uh, Monday, uh, probably either Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Wednesday, depends. But um, I rec- the person I record with, Nikita, her family's African. Really? Her family's from Cape Verde. Oh, are they? And so yeah, and so there's that also that that cultural difference of like, hey man, I was a kid growing up in Hawaii. You're an, I'm a biracial kid growing up in Hawaii. You're an African growing up in Boston or outside of Boston. I know you're not from Boston, Nikita. I know you're from whatever. It's the closest <laughs> city. No one cares about Rhode Island. I'll say it to your face. <laughs> Love you, Nikita. But um, <laughs> she's great. She's, <laughs> She's gonna hear that. She's gonna want to fight me. Let's go. <laughs> I love Nikita though, but it's the it's just like okay, cool. So we we're blurring lines between this, and it was so fitting that our first thing that we did together was Yasuke. Really? Because there were so many lines that are blurred between like, is this hip hop? Is this what is this? Oh, that's another thing too. Is that like the an- there's so many anime that love hip hop. Yes, just love like I have... shout to Nujabes, rest in peace, Nujabes, because like. There's so much out there that just, like, the culture just loves each other. Bro, like, honestly, the anime stuff, like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a lot about it. As far as I go is Afro Samurai. Cowboy Bebop is straight up jazz. Is it really? That's, yeah, the ship is called the Bebop, and it's named after Bebop, like. Bebop. And then Samurai Champloo is straight up hip-hop. It's a Samurai story. Samurai, yes, yes. I love Samurai. I got to check out Samurai Samurai Champloo. Full Metal Alchemist is great too, but that gets weird immediately. Which like, one is it? Full Metal Alchemist, the one that you were telling yes, me. Yes, I was like, that gets weird immediately. Like, yeah, start on episode one, that gets weird <laughs> off the bat. Yeah, and I kind of had to. St- I'm gonna be honest. I got got halfway through, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Wait, he's it's, a living suit of armor, <laughs> and it's like he's missing his, his leg. leg. Yeah, because like, they try what? to bring your mom back, and then yeah, and I was like, yeah, that, I yeah no, 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 the, you should start on episode one. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's too much. It's too much. It's a lot going on. Wait till you try to watch One Piece, and it's like a thousand episodes. I'm good. 
Uh, you know what? I'm, I'll stick with what's it called? One Punch. Uh, I love One Punch. Uh, yeah, One Punch. I love one punch. <laughs> Dude, and he's perfect because you know he looked. He literally. He literally looks like what's that kid in that cartoon? That the little kid. You know what I'm talking about? Kai. Kai. <laughs> he looks just like Caillou. I love One Punch Man <laughs> just because it's so like. It's just, everything about anime he doesn't do. Dude, did <laughs> you all. eat yet? Are yeah, you I really, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm you good. sure? All right. Hey, man, I just tried. I'm sorry. I, they're not sponsored, but they probably should be. I just started Noom, the weight loss. Oh, thing. they're actually pretty good. <laughs> Are they really? Yeah, that's the worst part. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh no, this is going to work. Wait, wait, because it's supposed to attack. Like you're supposed to uh, attack the diet through like psychology or something like that. Yeah, but it's like legitimate. Like, hey, you um, hey, have you been have you been taught to finish your plate your whole life, even though you're not hungry? Uh, yes, we have. Like, been. hey, did you know that you're? Because I was always told, don't eat foods that are super high in water. Really? Yeah, that's that's always what I was told because they didn't have as many nutrients. Uh, so like grapes, they can't. It's just, like grapes, lettuce, it's all just water. So if you're gonna eat, eat something that actually has real nutrients. With so it, eat something like a steak, eat something like. And Noom's like, hey, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like kind of unlearning and relearning that way because they don't want you to be on it forever. Oh, they don't? No. Like, the program that I have is, like, a nine-month program because it, the weight that I want to lose is saying I should lose it by November or uh, September. Oh, wow. Really? So, they don't want you to be on it forever. How much do, How much weight are we talking? Um, It depends on how much weight. I've had people... <laughs> I don't think I've talked about this on podcast. <laughs> I've had people say that I'm 275. And I've had the same people say I'm 350. Bro, you look like you're about 270. I don't care where I'm at. I don't care what the numbers are. I want to get to 250. I want to lean out. I want to get... I was a track... I ran track in uh, in high school. Wait, so, yeah. I did hurdles in high jump. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, when I played basketball, I was dunking when I was like 17. Yeah, I was about to... I wanted to ask you about that. Then did I you... tore both my hamstrings in the army. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, wait, I tore both. Wait, how do you like tear... Like a week later. <laughs> wait, how do you tear both? Two micro tears. Oh, I uh, got a micro tear on my left one because I, I didn't... I never worked out in the cold before. And so I tried to just warm up, and I was too stiff. So I tried to run, and it just went, oh. like, I felt it like a pop, and I was like, ooh. And then the next day, I, like, so I just went home, stretched it out, warmed up, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm good. Next day, and the other one, I was like, I'm done. I can't, I don't know what happened. So how long were you in the military for then? Four years. Did you enjoy it? Parts of it. Really? Parts of it. What parts did you not enjoy? Um, that, that's a bit of a story, too. Ooh, man, I'm going to have a five-parter with the military one. Um, we'll come back to that. I didn't like the I didn't like um, how much power people had over you in the military. You know what that is? Um, that is true. My dad struggled with that. Your because your father was an officer, right? No, he was an enlisted. Yeah, but he had his degree. Wait, afterwards. Oh, that's right. He got it afterwards. That's right. That's right. The one thing that I've always heard, my because I because I literally considered going in, is my mom said no 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 you go to college first, yeah. and they said there's it's not. My mom, this is how my mom put it. She goes, enlisted is not a place for a black man to be. Enlisted military is not a place She's for a black man. She's probably right. Yeah. She's probably right. Yeah. But the smartest person I've ever seen in the military was a buddy of mine that I went to basic with. Dude went to basic. Got out of basic. First duty station, he, did he have a three or four? Three or four year contract, one of the two. He didn't go out. He didn't do anything but go to school after work. Really? Got his degree. I think it was a six-year... He stayed in six, six years, years. Got his degree with uh, tuition reimbursement. Wow. After tuition reimbursement, after he got out of the military after six years, 
after two years, he, uh, did I go to basic with him? Because it's something like that. After two years, he got his master's. Okay. He might have only gotten his degree in four years now that I think about it. He might have been doing a full course load while he was working. Oh, wow. I think he was. That's determination. Yeah, because I found out, like, after I got out, like, a little bit after I got out, we were in basic together. That's that's determination So, right he there. got out after four years with a degree, got the GI Bill, got his master's, and he was 25. Wow. Yeah, that's about right. So, 25 with four years experience and a degree. And a degree. That's about and right. Master's. Yeah, that's if was, you that Yeah, that's if you hump it all the way through. Blew me away. Yeah, because if you think about it, time-wise, you graduate when you're 18, you do four years, that's 20, what, 22? Yeah. Then, master's... Two to three years blew me about. away when he said when he said that. What did he get his master's in? I don't remember. But I, I, and is he still in or is he out? No, he got out. He got out. He got out and got his master's. Got his master's. That's right. And he so, like, it. I was like, if you're gonna work the military, that's the way to do it. That is because now what he's. And I ran into him like I think like on some social media, and he, we were talking about it, and he's like, dude, I'm 24, doing what every other 24 year old does. It's like I never miss a step. Wow. There's no reentry for me. That's kind of. He's tight. like, I just got out of the military, went straight into what I was doing next. He's like, I'm still living my life. I got my apartment, got this, got that. He's like, I'm like, was it worth it? He's like, I think so. Honestly, I think it is because think about all the I doctors. Think it depends person to person, but for the most part, but, that's the blueprint. Well, that's the blue, yeah. Because if you think about it, all the guys who are smart go into the military to get their to become doctors mm-hmm. and then stay in there. What do you have to do? Like, I think you have to do like five, six years, something like that. Once you become a medical physician, yeah. and then those guys get out real quick and they start their own practices. No debt. Yep. No debt. Perfect. So. But yeah, man. Hey, I, I enjoyed this first session, uh, dude. We got to do it again. Oh yeah, for sure. For Absolutely. Sure. This is definitely a great collaboration right here. Yeah. Like, and like, I'll, I'll uh, reach out and see if we can get some. You know what? We should probably get Andre out here too. Too. Andre might be that dude who. Yeah, there's a couple of people who would want to do the church one. Yeah. Now that I think about it. <laughs> dude, you're see, I'm seeing the smiles on you. You're like, oh. I could just see the wheels turning. You know in. what the number one thing that helped me though, and we can end off on this. Okay. I and I, I'll publicly apologize for this one. I, me and my brother were we we were the original blurred lines. Okay. And I pushed him away because I was so focused on making content that I didn't let myself enjoy what we were doing. Mm. Everything was like, hey, I can review this game. Hey, we can we can do an episode on this show. Right. And I was so focused on doing that that I didn't actually just enjoy the things that I liked. And I had to learn how to step back and not necessarily do things that were just for content. Oh, wow. That is, that's a great, that, that is a great, that's, I dude, I'm Because speaking. not everyone you meet is going to be a podcast be a guy. podcast guy, right. Some people are, and some people aren't. Bro, because I can tell you when I first started this, I was so heavy into it, and then I got so bogged down with the some of the stuff that like the stuff that doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I'm flooding my brain with all the stuff that I feel like I have to do. I just didn't enjoy it for like a couple of weeks because I had to retool myself. Be like, yeah. dude, if you want to do this, you've got to get the process down. Mm-hmm. And so, granted, I got the first episode out, even though it was Check early release. Look at what the last sentence of both those descriptions say. Updated when the universe tells me to. And look at the other one, too. Updated every week, or at least it's supposed to. <laughs> My Things man. happen. Things happen. Things happen. And the, I had to learn. Like, she, Nikita, she she had to step out for a little bit. Checked on her. Hey, everything cool? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Just, you know, 
she like went on a trip and you know she we talked about it here and there on the podcast hey everything cool yeah you ready to go yeah cool that's what's up because if i force you to do it if i'm hey when are we gonna go when are we gonna go i'm not gonna pay for this neither are you and not only that, but you take the enjoyment out of it. Like I, pay, I pay you and taking you yeah. out for pizza before <laughs> and convincing. Yo, Nikita, you want to go? Oh, uh, fine. Yeah. Listen, I'll get you some pizza. Ziggy's? Yeah, all right. Like, she's great. She's great. Just I'm just giving her a hard time. Yes, I'll go. But it's funny you brought up the Matrix because that's what we're doing tomorrow. Really? The new Matrix is coming out this uh, this month. Yeah, it's coming out on the 22nd. Yep. On so, HBO. So I, I'm trying to see. I missed last week. I needed, I needed to take last week off anyway. But uh, I just wasn't up for it. And uh, <laughs> I missed, I realized I counted out. I was like, oh, I thought it came out the 28th. Oh my God, we got to do three movies in two weeks. Oh. I might have to do a solo one. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, what three movies are you doing? I want to do Matrix, Matrix Revo- uh, Reloaded, and Matrix Revolutions. Okay. Before the new one comes out. All right. If you need a partner on that, man. Cool. I can help you with that. Yeah. I, I would love the Because just watch it and then see what's up. Like, see how we feel about it okay. all these years later. Original Matrix. Is the opening scene one. the best scene in is the is the opening scene the best intro to a movie that you can possibly see? With Carrie Moss. Is that that's her name, right? Yeah, Carrie Moss. Carrie yeah. Moss, right? And that scene and then Oh, I I got one that beats it. Alright, what? Indiana Jones, uh Rage of the Lost Ark. <sighs> which which part? The very Just that the, opening run running? Yeah. yeah. That's my only one. Me and my brother had that discussion a long time. He's a huge movie guy, and we had that discussion. What's a perfect movie? I'm not saying the perfect movie, but what's I'm a, saying what's a movie that has that you wouldn't take anything out of or put anything in. Ooh. And his he we said Star Wars the original one because it moves pretty perfectly. There's okay. not really too much. There's no filler. Right. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he had a really really good one that I didn't even think of. I can't remember it now. He had a really good one. It was one I was like, oh, man. But he's like, I can't think of a change that I would make. Oh, wow. Like, but that's how I feel about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, some of the other ones, there's some stuff I take out, some stuff I put in. Raiders of the Lost Ark, I feel like, moves perfectly fine. Yes. There's no filler in it. Like, you got your money's worth out of it. All right. I got one for you. And I'm a big, like, I shouldn't say John Singleton fan. I mean, I like John Singleton. But what do you think about Boys in the Hood? What would you take out of that movie? Because that movie, I just recently watched that movie. And I, like, if you really think about that movie, like, when I first saw it to now, that movie has so many messages in it for young black kids. Granted, the messages can be a little convoluted in the violence, right? But ultimately, I thought that was for that do you, time. Do you take it out by 2021 standards or by like 96 standards? 96 standards. Because I don't think you can. You don't think so? I don't think you can. I think the only thing that might ruin people is Ricky. Is like Ricky's death. But like you needed that. You needed that. No, you definitely needed that. I think that would make it more mainstream friendly probably. But like even, you like, so? even like oh, oh the uh, character dying? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You take you take character dying out. It always makes it more mainstream friendly. Good, but do you want to be? No, you I don't, don't. Think so either. No, because that message needs to be had because that's a message that we're familiar with. You know, my actual favorite like I don't want to call it a hood movie because it's more than that. My actual favorite movie about the black experience is easily dope. Oh, really? Easily dope. Not even close. <laughs> oh wow. If you ever seen it, I haven't seen dope. I have know about it, but I thought you were gonna go. Um, what's the movie with um, Nas and 
Uh, Nas and Omar, I, they, they, they want to say Omar Epps. Is it uh, Belly? Belly. Here's why I love Dope. It is about nerdy... Black kids. Black kids <laughs> in a punk band in the ghetto talking to... Who are into, who are into tech. And they're navigating a drug deal with... I haven't seen Dope. No, I've. that's with... Uh, what's his name? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay. That movie is my favorite movie about the black experience. And I'm it's like, my favorite LA movie, too. Is it really? Because it, ta- it hits everybody. It hits I'm the stoner kids in UCLA. It hits the ex-gangsters that are in the hood. <laughs> it hits like the guys who made it. It hits everybody. All it's, right. It, it's my favorite. Your kids might be a little young. A little younger, little, some of it. Um, no, but I'm in that phase now where... So, I'm in that phase now. I don't know how soon your dad introduced that stuff to you, but I think it's... Because of his experiences currently with school, he needs to have something that he can see. Yeah, Dope is probably yeah. my favorite movie when it comes to that because it hits it hits everything about growing up in that environment, in any environment, just because of what it does the only, so much. the only reason I'm nervous about showing it to him is I don't want to give him any ideas <laughs> <laughs> yo man don't sell crack with bitcoin <laughs> yo don't sell cocaine with bitcoin dog you're going straight to jail if you do that <laughs> like, yeah. for so many reasons mostly yeah. tax evasion if I'm being real like, cause you don't pay taxes on bitcoin I haven't figured that out yet hey I appreciate I, I appreciate you coming to my house I appreciate the conversation and I appreciate you making this enjoyable yeah, that's hey I'm glad that we I I always want to push people to do what they want dude and trust me this is definitely the push that I needed excellent that's what's excellent. up that's what's up so let me know if you need anything if you want me to reach out to motel and let them know hey man dude I'm actually yeah because I just followed him I I would love I would actually like to talk to you about my logo first because I okay. think I think I need I, I need a little bit more context and I need a little bit I, I need another mind to Starve Marv is another good dude who who designed but no we can definitely talk it out because I sketched all my stuff before I made it did you really yeah. yeah I started sketching mine out I'm just not very good at it but I started drawing as like I know what I wanted to kind of look like but I don't know how to pull that grunge out of my system does that make sense yeah there's you. some things I can do there's some things I just can't do bro and that knowing that and being able to outsource that Chani can write fiction way better than I can I can't write fiction really I'm not very good at it but Chani nails it every time uh, hey you know what that's hey you, if you, whatever you can't do you gotta outsource it yeah so last thing I ask everybody got anything to plug got any social media anything we yeah man about? check me out uh, APO podcast on Twitter and at APO underscore podcast on Instagram cool that's All it right. And I tell you guys every week, and uh, we'll see what happens. But Grown Up Kid 94, if you want to follow my personal, probably shouldn't do that. Or do. That's cool. Uh, at, what was it? It's Starving with an one on artist on Instagram. Because I couldn't get Starving Artist Creative because too many characters. And it's, uh, I think it's, star- yeah, Starving Artist Creative on, I'm sorry. Starving with a one artist on Twitter. And Starving Artist Creative on Instagram. That's what's up. Right, Appreciate excellent. you. For Lincoln Bradshaw. Lincoln Bradshaw. This is Brave and the Grown-Up Kid. Yes, sir. Appreciate you listening this long. Uh, If you need to, uh, break it up. Listen to it over a few days. We'll be all right. (laughs) Peace.